Oh, I think we got somebody trying to come in here. Let's. Oh. Yo, yo, go. yo. What's going on? What's going on, Vader 66, the man, the myth, the legend? Right on, Rishi, King of Kings. What's happening? Oh, not bad, mate. I've had a. How can I put it? I feel like karma, God, the supreme being, the universe has decided to give me all my karma at once. Um, either to free myself, so therefore I become a better person, or just to be horrible and put me in pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know your neck is. I know your oh yeah, your neck is hurting. So yeah, I've got a trap nerve in my neck. If that wasn't uh, bad enough, and my C three, which is going down to my right shoulder, um, so I'm on a lot of medicine trying to ease the pain. Um, and then on top of it, I had my very f- after 36 years of living, I had my very first filling. What? Yeah. You never had a cavity? Never, ever. I-, I-, I have beautiful teeth. Women love my teeth. Wow. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. but i had my first feeling and i didn't realize how powerful how painful these things are i've now got teeth hurting that never hurt before yeah yeah your whole mouth be torn up good lord oh you slobbering all over yourself or the numbers go away (laughs) if i start talking like this and start sounding like the tva has taken over my mouth and my body um, it's not because I want to sound like Michael Caine. It's more just that I've uh, had to get a tooth replacement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good lord! Well, I hope I hope they gave you some nice pain pain pills and <laughs> start to feel a little bit better. This is, ooh, I, I know the pain yeah. of uh, so, cavities but, and uh, fillings. <laughs> but I have to say, I don't know what happened because I do. And, and yeah, please forgive me, guys. Marvel Monday is definitely coming back. I am definitely coming back. This is nothing to do with any of my co-hosts. They've been so great. Um, it, 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 it's more me just going through the wars. But, um, I, you know, like, like all storms, this will pass. Um, but how have you been, Vader? And how- oh, I've been good. I've been good. It's been, it's been a fairly decent week. So <laughs> I, can't, I can't complain too much. You know, working, working like a sucker <laughs> and living life to the fullest. <laughs> That's the best way to be, best way to be. I tell you what, though, I did pull some nice female company while I was in the hospital. Oh, okay. A nurse, yeah. I hope. She get, like, nurse? And it was, re- it was really embarrassing. I don't know what happened. She was looking at me. There was a lot of stuff going on. Um, I had doctors and nurses around me. My mouth was going, uh, uh, uh. my neck was bent to the side because of my little thingy, um, because of my trapped nerve. So I, I really looked like Simple Jack from Tropic Thunder at this very precise moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I was looking at her going, You made me happy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you don't walk around with a collar on? <laughs> yeah, no, I can't wear. Well, they did give me a collar, but I keep taking it off. I keep getting told off for it. Oh, you say trust me though. If if when you can wear that thing, I was I was in a bad car accident a couple years ago, mm. and let me tell you that 
if the doctor said to keep your neck straight, keep your neck straight because uh, yeah, it's, it, it'll it'll slow down the healing process. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, I know I need to. I'm gonna start being good. I've booked myself in some intense physio. They've done it as well, so hopefully I'll be back with, with a lot of strength people and all the shows will coming back with. Uh, with powerhouse performances, so God bless you all. But this woman, though, it was so funny. She was looking at me, and she was just laughing. She goes, I've never seen anything so funny in my life. Like, you just had your tooth taken, you're getting your neck done, and you're sitting there going, ah, ah, ah. and I actually said to her, I go, I'm actually really good looking in real life. Look at my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> you got to carry around the headshot. <laughs> you know for bad days? <laughs> Don't look at me. No, <laughs> I felt like the elephant man going, no, <laughs> I'm not an animal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my mouth. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Right, guys. Uh, we are here. Fantastic Friday with the one and only Vader. Loki episode two. Vader, this Loki is turning out to be somewhat of a masterpiece. They're giving so much away so quick without giving anything away. What do you think? Uh, it is, it is, it is completely keeping me on the edge of my seat. And I, I've talked to a lot of people yeah. that that don't like it, and that 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 that, that bothers me because it is so good. I don't. I don't understand it. I know the time travel is uh is, is complicated and difficult to understand. And a lot of times, what they one thing they'll say sounds like it's contradicting another, but it all it all fits in. It all ties together. And I, and I and I, I see why some people could be put off, but stick with the show, and and I guarantee you're gonna be pleasantly surprised. Well, if you go back many, many, many seasons ago for our Marvel Mondays, uh, which Fantastic Fridays is a spin-off from, guys, um, I, me and Keith, we always used to say, I was going, the next phase that's coming into Marvel is going to be made for the fans. Yeah. So I've got a feeling there's going to be a lot of people who got into Marvel because of the cinematic universe and not because of comics and love the whole superhero dressing up, saving people, great little quirky storylines. But the new, the, this new phase was always going to be about villains. And this new phase was always going to be a homage to the fans about the true comics. So this is why, and I've noticed a change in your conversation. When we talk about pre-endgame Marvel Universe, you're always a little bit 50-50 with it, you know? Mm-hmm. But, but I hear you speak so positive after... End game of what they're bringing out. Yeah, it's because okay. Before pre end game, um, they were just mashing. They were mashing stories together, uh, pulling from here, pulling from there. You know, they you know for like Avengers, they pull something for uh, from a different hero. For Spider Man, they pull something from just obscurity, and and, and it, it it didn't make sense to. Uh, to like to a real comic fan, you know what I'm saying? Because like just like with Star Wars, you have a story laid out for you that clearly has worked, or you wouldn't be making these movies in the first place. So you know, I can see you know making some tweaks 
and you know, you know, changing some things, but to the extent they did and to the the, the damage that they did to the characters, I I, I can't get behind it. Because you know, I say time and time again, they they turn Thor into a bumbling idiot, and the and the god of Thor is far from that. You know, uh, Spider Man, they've dumbed down to a little kid that you're surprised can fight crime. You know, the 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 Avengers, Captain America is even is even softer than the Captain America in the comics, and the Captain America in the comics is kind of soft. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? So. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But now uh they, they gave Kevin Feige now has control of everything. TV, movies, the whole hookup. And he's putting every it looks like he's putting everything together in, in the path that it should be, which is why they're using uh this whole multiverse story to mm-hmm. uh I think get it in line more in line with the comics. You know, they'll probably never be able to get it all the way there, but because, you know, comics is ever-changing, but uh, more in line with uh, uh, 616, I'll say. We'll say it like that. Mm. Yeah, guys, stay tuned, because I'm going to uh, touch Vader. I've been, uh, I, I was watching uh, episode two in, in my in my uh, multiverse of pain in this that I was going through on my bed, going, oh, Loki, no. Um, but <laughs> um, there was a lot going on, and I'm, we're going to touch on so much stuff. I want to touch on Secret Wars later on with Vader through, through this conversation. So stay. And remember, there's two types of Secret Wars. 2015 Secret Wars, 1985, which Vader would be much more versed in than I am. Um, and there's a lot because I, I really believe it has a lot to do with Loki. But going with what we saw in this episode, my God, the secret timeline is in ruins and in tatters. The show opens up with Nick the Nurse in Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, which is important. Which is, which is kind of important. <laughs> like, like, okay, go for it. I'll let you take this one on before I mention a few things. Actually, before you do, I got a big up. I got a big up. The one and only Thought you Scotty. What's going on, my man? Samuel Plaza. What's going on? Odd one and HD guy, but all you guys, lots of love. Always got lots of love for you. Sorry, Vader, go, bro. Okay, well, well, you know, we start out, uh, you know, they, they, uh, we, well, we open up in the Renaissance, uh, period, but it's not, it's not the Renaissance that you would think. It's a Renaissance fair in uh, 1985. Okay, now. Uh, I don't know if you remember, and I think this personally to me, it was, it was if you remember an episode of uh, Big Bang Theory. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy, there was, a, there was a renaissance fair, and the guys went, and Sheldon didn't want to dress up in, uh, in you know, renaissance attire, so he put on uh, his uh, Star Trek, <laughs> Star Trek Mr. Spock uniform, and he, he of course, looks really out of place, yeah, and what we see in this 1985 is we see the uh, the time hunters come in looking really out of place, and <laughs> we get uh, who is it? Uh, I, I, I Kate Berlant. Kate Berlant makes a cameo. She's a uh, she's a. Uh, uh, that was Kate Blanchett, was it? Not, no, no, not Blanchett. Berlant. She's a a comedian, like writer. 
Uh, she does like improv. I think she's. I think she's probably more famous over here. Okay. Oh, I was about to say. I was like, God, she's let herself go, ain't she? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> West Conson in nineteen eighty-five, Cape Blanchet. Mm-hmm. Not doing good, girl. <laughs> you know. Now Oshkosh, it was Oshkosh, uh, Wisconsin, and Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Uh, it, it's kind of important because it is the um, the home of the one of the one of the creators, um, Mark Gruenwald, the guy that actually created the TVA. That's his real life home. Oh, really? I didn't know. Yes, that. yes. That's 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 really where he grew up. And um, we also see. Um, Oshkosh, Wisconsin, another time in comics, uh, in 1989, Quasar number one. That's where Quasar grew up. So I'm thinking somewhere along the line, we might, we might be seeing Quasar, maybe even at the time, very in authority, because, you know, that's, that's his kind of level of a, that's that's the level of stuff that he fights. That's that's right in his tier. So we might we might get to see Quasar, and I tell you what, Quasar, what I, I hated him. I hated him when he first came out, but then I just grew to love him. <laughs> he was such a lovable badass. Okay, so so just to go for everyone now, Quasar, guys. Uh, for those who don't know, he, he he's a really old Marvel character. He, 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 he I mean, his stories were written like something in the, like the 1960s and stuff like that. Um, and he's like this big kind of, um, yeah, like he was part of the Savage Lands, wasn't he? If I'm right. And he had this new uh, no, no, no. Uh, no, Qua- uh, Quasar is a uh, Wendell Vaughn. Uh, he gets imbued, imbued, imbued with uh, like uh, like some kind of cosmic ability. Um, I have to say, I didn't really like his comics. I didn't read it that much. But are um, you saying Quasar or Quasar? Quasar, Quasar Q with a Q. Quasar. Uh, how do you spell it? Uh, Q U A S A R. You never heard of Quasar? Wendell Vaughn. He was a. Oh shit! Yeah, he was part of. Yes, 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 yes. He was an Avenger. He had a. Yeah, he actually had a crossover with a. DP7, that was a, uh, oh, I'm trying to think, oh, I forget who made DP7. He's basically was... a shapeshifter, wasn't he? No, 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 he was a, he was just, he was a regular guy that just ended up with uh, these uh, uh, bracelets that gave him uh, pop, the power of, like, a quasar. He could travel through, two, through dimensions and through time. Oh, damn, oh, obviously, I, 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 I should have dug up the book. I got I got I got a couple books of his here. I, I'll I'll, I'll see just some pictures, but I got a date okay. for him. But um, but this, I mean that's like just a hope of mine. Was he like I used to wear like a blue suit, not like a Superman outfit? But I've seen him. I'm sure I know of him, but I wasn't so uh, he, big into him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I say he wasn't my favorite character, but I mean he was he he, he ended up being good. Um. I think his, oh excuse me, his costume was like a red and yellow. But you know oh, what? Okay. I think, oh, excuse me, I think it did turn blue after a while. I think they did an update. He turned it. 
Yeah. But, but yeah, the the one I the one that I grew up hating <laughs> was like red and yellow. Uh-huh. But that's yeah. just that's just the hope. Um and I think that the nineteen eighty five was a nod to uh uh if you remember you oh you probably weren't even born. <laughs> but in nineteen eighty five there was a comic called Marvel nineteen eighty five and it was about the real world, but this little kid that finds you know, some comic books, and while reading the comic books, he realizes that the, the bad guys in the comics were real, and <laughs> trying to take over the real world. It, it's, it's a trippy story. You'd, you'd have to see it. But, yeah. It okay. Was... <laughs> I'm gonna re- I took it as the West Constant 1985, because that's the same time as Back to the Future was released, right? Uh, yeah. So I took it as that. I was like, oh, okay, this is their time travel nod. That's what they're doing here. Mate, that's what I was taking from it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I went, I went the comic direction. I, I figured there's so much <laughs> comic tie-ins. And I suppose moving on, they're going to Wisconsin. The, 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 the time, uh, the time variants, uh, not time variants, the time foot soldiers. God, what are their names? It's gone out of my head. Uh, the, Sorry. The time hunters. Time hunters. The time hunters. The time hunters go into this little tent. Um, to to stop this Loki from what we found in uh, episode one, and in my mind, I think we got to finally see Lady Loki. Maybe, maybe I got I got some theories on that, but I, and, then, uh, and then and then we had a song. I need a hero. <laughs> oh, did you see? Did you uh, did you play video games at all? You been watching uh, E three? Yeah, yeah. You see, that's also uh, one of the songs from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy game. Oh, okay, okay, okay. They're using that in there. Yeah, it's, they, they, I think they must have got her. Uh, they must have bought the rights, and they about to play the hell out of that song and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that was classic. I was sitting there thinking oh, that that did make it put a smile on my face. I think anytime I hear kind of eighties, nineties music, you know, uh, or the classic seventies, even. In things like Marvel, God, it, it always puts a smile on my face. So kudos to uh, Marvel for doing that. So we see her. Uh, oh yeah, we know it's her because at the end, and I think everybody else does because people have watched it. We see her take, um, uh, kidnap a, a time hunter. C twenty. Yep, yeah, C twenty. That's a uh, Sasha. Sasha Lane. Now talk to him about Sasha Lane. This is what I wanted to ask. This is going to be my next question. I want to know more about this character. Oh, oh no no the the actor's name is Sasha Lane. She's uh oh. she you know she was in um uh Hellboy uh well a bunch of the Hell all I think all the Hellboys um and just some just some movies and stuff. She's famous over is, here. But is C twenty? But is C twenty actually uh, uh famous in the comics though? Because I don't think I've seen anything like that. No, that, that made up character. No, but um I'm, I'm thinking. I don't know. I think she might. I don't know. There, there's so many. There's so many cameos, and there's so many, so many ties and twists and turns. I, I don't know. I think they might be putting people in places just to throw you off. You know what I'm saying? Because this, this is a great. This whole, this whole series is a great big old game of cat and mouse. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They play. Yeah. They play with us. <laughs> Which, which, which I'm going to get to in a bit because I think like I, I've got a few theories after watching this as well. But then we go straight to the lead character Loki, 
who is playing around with our very own favourite Miss Minutes. Who is Miss Minutes? Is she alive? Is she a sentient being? I need to know more. <laughs> yeah, she's kind of both. <laughs> she's like your own friendly little midget that you can yeah. play with. Flies around, helps you, helps you fight time crime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and but, Miss Minutes, so you notice uh, Loki is reading uh, the Jet Ski magazine. Yeah. And then him and uh, Owen Wilson have a little back and forth. Now, uh, also back in the 80s, what's the, I think it was the 80s, uh, there was, no, it was the 90s, as a matter of fact. It was the 90s, because it was a big cover. It was funny. Uh, the Punisher actually uh, is on the cover of a book. And I didn't really collect Punisher, but I remember this cover, this cover because it was like, it, for some reason, they pushed it hard, so I'm thinking something was going on in that comic, so it might have a tie-in uh, with Loki or maybe the multiverse somehow. Even though I don't think the Punisher really has had that much, or if any, interaction with the multiverse. I mean, he was in Secret Wars. Yeah, but... And if if we're going to go with... I mean, I don't want to spoil the show, and I'm going to talk about it later, because I have a theory. But my my theory would is that, like, this is where we might see characters like Punisher and so forth. I, I don't know. I don't think... I don't think we're gonna see the Punisher. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I want to, but I, I I just don't know. I don't think the MCU will put um what's his name? The guy that played him on the TV show. I don't think they would put him in the movie. I don't know. I don't know. But I was wondering that too. Are they gonna somehow bring because you know in the future, the Punisher becomes Ghost Rider and the Herald of Galactus. So, I'm wondering oh, if they're, they're, gonna... they're not going for that story. That's just way too much for everyone to handle. <laughs> but, I mean, with, with, the, with the multiverse, they could they could show a glimpse of that version yeah. of the yeah. Punisher. I, I don't know, because you know, we see, we're seeing a lot. We're seeing so much. Yeah. So, Talking about seeing so much, yeah, and I, I think you might have some answers here for me as well. We then go to Loki, well, we go to Owen Wilson saying, quick, get up, we need to go. There's been a variant who's done something, you know, we need to go. Da, 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 da. They're all in their little room deciding that they need to go to Wisconsin, where we know now Lady Loki has attacked, and they're talking about specific powers, and this is really interesting for me because you see Owen Wilson and everyone sitting there talking about different types of Lokis, different types of variants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you see them on the screen and you see, obviously, uh, this uh, beastly looking Loki, this Loki who wins a cycle race, I think, or Olympic oh, or something, yeah. whatever. That um, is, that's Loki, that's the uh, Loki 1247. Uh, and he's he he. That's after he won the Tour de France, and you see the trophy he's holding. Um, could be in the real world. Um, hold on, let me look at it. It was a guy. 
So Jerron Ta- Tomas had his uh, his trophy from the Tour de France stolen back in 2017, and that might be the Loki that took it. <laughs> oh. Remember, Loki was also D.P. Coop, Cooper, so Loki might have just been doing all kinds of thefts throughout history, and he was just supposed to do them. Okay, so <laughs> what about the beastly-looking Loki? Because I had this little Hulk-Loki vibe, or more importantly... This Hellboy type of vibe. Did you see the I, actual picture of this? Yeah, I saw, but I think that's I think that's like a, a, the Frost Giant version of Loki, because we see the uh, we see um, one Frost Giant. The first Frost Giant is the blue skinned Loki. That's because yeah, he's the, the the son of Lothi. Um, I'm figuring this is either another Frost Giant version, or maybe an ogre version. So, so in the comics, I mean, we know Loki changed, like ha- has reincarnated or come back, you know, whether it's Lady Loki uh, that's come spawned from him in, in some form, or Boy Loki when he reincarnates himself to be born again and forget his past. Um, Vote Loki we spoke about earlier in a, in a previous show. Um, all these type of Loki, but th- these Lokis that they showed on this screen, have you ever seen them in any comics? Oh, blue skin. The blue skin one, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, the other ones, mm, I'm trying to think. Honestly, I think I have seen the. I think that is old, like an ogre or another like a frog. Oh, he got turned into an ogre. He got turned into an ogre. That was there was an uh, issue of Thor, or was it an Avengers? I think I collected Avengers more than Thor. Oh, that that's Loki was turned into an ogre. So that might be what that is. That might be. Okay, I'm going to go off the point here while the listeners are in. Guys, we're going to play. We're going to press play. But as I was watching this, and there was just something very strange that went through my mind. It was so strange that I actually made a note on it on my phone. Mm. Um, Now, I... Listen, my Marvel, uh, I've always said it, my Marvel experience, my Marvel knowledge was always about the, the, the later comics that come. Vader's goes way back than I do. Uh, a lot of my Marvel was told to me in stories by my brother who used to collect the comics rather than me actually reading them. But I'm a huge fan, just like anybody else, and I really go into the characters. But Loki was always, or the TVA was always my weakest kind of point when it comes to fandom or the old Marvel. Now... We've got the time variants, right? And we've, uh, we've got the TVA who are looking after time. And they're making sure that the timelines are sacred and that there are no variants that go off and make uh, like a, 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 a different event, right? A nexus mm-hmm. event, so to speak. Yeah. yeah uh, and very off. Now, 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 now. Just like there's Lokis in different parts of the timelines and all over the universe, different types of Spider-Mans and stuff like that. Does this mean the TVA also exists in other timelines? Well, I know because the, the TVA exists outside of the timelines. Because remember, the TVA itself exists at the very end of time because when they, right now they're they're untangling, you know what I'm saying, the, the the multiverse and everything to protect the sacred timeline. And once they, they untangle the epilogue, you know, the end of the story, 
uh, presumably they would just cease to exist because there will be no more Nexus events. Okay, if that, yeah, if that makes sense. But yeah, that's no, no, that's no. right there. That's what. But listen, that's that's. I think because remember, it's a game of cat and mouse. I think this is just a mind. This is just a mind screw because everything is just there. We're hearing the TVA's version of how the universe is supposed to go. And you know what I'm saying? There's lots of celestial beings, uh, God-tier beings out there that also, you know, have access to time. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm not, I don't don't know if the TVA is good, evil, or neutral. Mm, I'm going to touch on that later, because I I, I have a little theory that I'm going to run past you um about that um so yeah that, that was good because in my mind i was like well if we've got a mobius and M- mobius in the timeline is there a mobius and an M- mobius in a different timeline like, like does the tva tva and i know would they i know you're saying they exist out of time and they're running all timelines but would they have variants of themselves no because uh because uh, what's his name uh mobius says that he was created. Everybody in the TVA was created by the timekeepers. So, you know, they were all created at the end of time to carry out, you know, their tasks. So, no, there's there's just one of them. That's why he can't, because he wants to he wants to ride that jet ski, but he can't ride the jet ski because you know, it would mess up the timeline because it's not supposed to happen. He was he was never there. In, in no... In no instance was he there because he's all, he was born at the end of time. Mm. Right, interesting. Um, Vader, I'm going to go on for a message. What do you think? Should we place one two messages before we go on with the show? Oh yeah, let's see what let's see what they got to say. Right, we got the one and only Aaron Murphy. Hola, qué tal? Um, what were your thoughts on Lady Lokit? Because I'll be honest, I was disappointed, but I'm still looking forward to it. Disappointed. I mean, I mean, we're not even sure that this is really even Lady Loki. You know what I'm saying? Uh, are we gonna? Are we we we, go, we get to that. We get to that. Yeah, but, we're yeah. gonna get to that. We're like, I know, like, we're not gonna be too premature. Um, but if I had to talk quickly about my thoughts, um, I, I I I would say we we haven't had enough of her. Um, I think the way they're playing with us between the both of them is very good. I like the little powers that they've been showing, um, which is a little bit like the wonders and taking over people's brains. So, um, which is important. That's important. Yeah, it is, which we'll touch on. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think we've still got a lot to go with uh, Lady Loki. Right, we're going to go to HD, guys. What's good, y'all? Hope y'all doing all right. I saw a title of the chat. I had to jump in. But I first jumped in on somebody... Um, talking about Thor and how he's like different as fuck and I agree he's different as fuck but what he was at first was a lot more like too serious and too too noble and you know he had you know the dyed eyebrows you feel me like you know like he's better now I feel like Taika Waititi took a good turn on him he's so much more humorous he's cooler of course he's still Thor OP as fuck, but like I feel like he's better now. I don't know. That's just me. How do y'all feel? That's why I don't like him. Thor isn't supposed to be, you know, funny. 
Thor, he's a god. He's been around for thousands of years and stuff. You know what I'm saying? He's he's beyond all the, you know, quips and you know jokes and stuff. He he, he about serious business. He's like he's like like Wonder Woman. You don't see Wonder Woman out there, you know, cracking jokes. You know, dropping her dropping her lasso and <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Come on, come on. So, guys, uh, for everyone out there, I got to say, I we me and Bailey always disagree on this point. Um, I, I'm a lot with the uh, uh, listeners because I do absolutely love the new Thor. Um, it does make it for great viewing, and I love the way that the, the, the tape they've done it. But I do understand Vader's predicament because Vader, you have to realize, is a guy who has read the comics since 1921, you know, when right. he was <laughs> So... You know, you've got a lot of backstory with these guys, you know. And so when there's these huge changes, it's like, well, that's not what it is, you know. Um, so I, I agree with you. And I do that with similar characters, you know, uh, that we know now. So I, I do understand where you come from when you when you say things like that. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're going to go for a quick, a quick message from the odd one. And then we're going to go uh, talk about the show a little bit more. Hi, guys. Uh, Vera, there are lots of people who watch the films who don't read the comics. I'm one of those people. I'm, I've, I've never read any of the comics. So, I mean, uh, create, and there's also this thing called creative license. You don't have to be specific. I know you're a purist, but you don't have to stick to the exact things. Furthermore, they have so many incarnations of all these um, characters in different um, at different stages uh, across the comics. So, you know why? Why are you so? Why are you so mad today? Why are you so mad? <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm just you know what I'm saying they 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 know what they did. They they wanted to bring in, and I'm glad. I'm glad they did it because like like you just said, you've never read the comics, and now you're a fan. Uh, you know, by proxy of the comics. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I like what they I understand what they did and why they did it. But for me, they could have did better. You remember uh, the Thor from, uh, uh, what was it, the 89 Trial of the Incredible, or uh, Hope Meets Thor TV show? Yeah. I mean, he came out. Um, they were still able to make him funny, but he was serious the whole time. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah, the way yeah. they could have did it. And you know they they just chose the easy route, you know Pratt Falls and slapstick. Um, yeah, no, I agree, I agree, but I I, I understand what Odd One's saying. I'm with her. Um, I'm with her on uh, on this because uh, I mean I I think it's great that they haven't gone with the whole like following it word for word because otherwise it wouldn't give us anything to talk about. You know, if I was talking about Thor or the Secret Wars from 1985 and we were going, oh, well, yeah, we know Spider-Man's going to do this and that's going to happen. Da, 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 da. We've got nothing to look forward to. So, you know, this whole red conning of the MCU a little bit for me, for me works. For me, does work. But hey, man, it's everyone for their own and, and, and it makes for great, great, great talking, great listening. And yeah, love everyone. So we need to move on a little bit. And I want to talk about what happens next. Um, because we see um, Loki trying to twist Morbius, and it doesn't work when they go to go and catch the Lady Loki in Wisconsin. Wait, so, wait, trying to twist him? Yeah. So oh, 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 trying to trick him. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my bad. That's an English thing. You try and twist me, mate. Oi. Listen, son, you ain't gonna twist me tonight. <laughs> okay, I can dig it. I like that. I like. That. But I think, I mean, I think he knew he was gonna do that because you know he had to see if he could trust Loki, and Loki proved that you know no matter what, he's the god of mischief. He's he's gotta lie. <laughs> he's gotta right. try to take you. Yeah. He just can't stop, can he? Can't stop. So we see um, Loki kind of trying to trick, and um, um, Ren, Ren Slayer, she's upset with Mobius because she's going, Why are you taking a variant on? And da 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 da. So th- this was quite important for me because once again, we see the timekeeper behind Ren Slayer, which we know they have a relationship uh, with Kang the Conqueror. Man, stage is yours on this one. That's see this this is this is what got my mind to racing. It was this scene when they showed her office. Uh that's what that's what got me to thinking. Okay. Cause if you notice the way she was talking to Mobius, you know what I'm saying? It was like it was like she wasn't she wasn't she wasn't telling him everything. You know, she's she she was she was keeping something from her, and that's what makes me think that you might be right. Could she be working with Kang? Cause yeah, you know, nobody has seen Mobius admits he's never met the uh he's never met the time variant authority. He doesn't he doesn't even I mean they might not even really exist. You know, all the only the only access to them is Ravenna. And how do we know she's not, even though in the comics, you know, she wasn't into Kang, but, you know, it would be like Marvel to make them a couple. How do we know she's not really working with Kang to undo whatever it is the timekeepers are trying to do? Tell us a bit of her story in the comics. Oh, uh, she, she's, uh, she's the daughter of, uh, of a king in, uh, in the 41st century. Um, I'm sorry, 31st century, and uh, where where, where, where is Kang? Kang's from the 31st century, yeah. And uh, Kang's in the Kang was in love with her, but she wasn't really in love with him. And uh, that's kind of what romantic something like a little one night stand or something. Uh, I'm trying to. It was a minute ago. I don't know if I even got that comment, but I do remember it. Um, but yeah, they they had a little something, but she wasn't really into him. Um, so uh, she didn't have a super big role in it, but uh, she was like a she was like a, a a cog to hold the story together. So pretty much, yeah, right, okay. So we we'll probably see something like that definitely happening. And I've got this feeling. I mean, no matter what anyone says, Kang is definitely something to do with this. He has to be. You know, right. um, are we going to see him? No, right. I, I guarantee you that now we are not going to see Kang throughout this whole Loki episode. They're going to keep playing us. I reckon we're going to get little glimpses of it. It, it, it is Kang. I mean, that that that, that statue behind just looks hundred percent like Kang. You, you, there's no way you can say it doesn't. Right. I don't know. I'll see it, but uh, it may it may be. I mean, Marvel keeps throwing us. Marvel keeps throwing us. Uh, all these, all these lefts and rights and ah, but uh, but now, 
let's talk about that uh her trophy case though. Yeah, go yeah, go for it. Go tr- trophy case is your domain, man. I, I was oh. a bit weird. I was a bit bedazzled with the trophy case. Okay, on the trophy case, uh you see um there's a, a helmet and it's uh I think it was A H it was an H one Hold on a second. I actually had that written down here, as a matter of fact, because that was something that I wanted to touch on. Uh, we see the el- the helmet H one A twenty three. Uh huh. Is that your dog in the back? Oh, my neighbors. <laughs> can you go and shoot it or something? It's been. Don't shoot at him. You can hear him. I've been hearing oh. him since we started the show. Oh my god. Yeah, I got this headset. It's supposed to block out background noises, but <laughs> don't buy off a wish. It's the same bark, and it's the same pattern. Right? <laughs> but uh, but uh, the helmet says uh, H123, A23, and that's a nod to um, Avengers number 23, which is the, uh, you know, her first, uh, Ravana's first appearance. And actually, it's the TVA's first appearance, I think, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's the TVA's first appearance. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you see the a pair of roller skates. I didn't get that. That's now. I think uh, this is just this is just I think fun, just some funny stuff. Uh, it was a uh, in the tales of suspense. Um, Tony Stark invents a pair of rocket roller skates. <laughs> so I think that's just a little fun. Oh, <laughs> I think that's just a little fun nod. What did you call them? Rocket? Rocket roller skates. That might not be just something. I think you, you're onto something. It might be because, you know, when they go, actually, I don't want to ruin it, but you, do you know when they go right to the end um, to, uh, after this tsunami that's taken over in uh, Alabama or something? Mm-hmm. You've got this, um, God, what was it called? Ah, it's gone out of my head. Um, they're called Rocket something. Um, uh, oh, yeah, Rocket Craft. Rocket Craft. Uh, yeah, and basically, Rocket Craft are the guys that I mean, you see them in, in, in the Iron Man movies. They're basically like a, a version who are trying to make things like te- technological things and he's dealing with them. There's this very little glimpse in, in, in the modern uh, Iron Man uh, movie. And you see the same symbol as if like they've become futuristic. Oh, the rock sign. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now that, that's, that's going to come up. That's going to come oh. up. Um, oh, but you know, here's the one that I'm thinking was, uh, was the biggest nod. Now, did you saw the snow globe sitting on the uh, her her trophy case? Yeah, I saw it. Didn't get it though. Well, I think that's a nod to the 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 Tommy Westfall theory. Now, the Tommy Westfall theory is it's a it's been going on for a while. Uh, it's that every TV show made within like the last thirty or forty years um, is all. All exists in the head of this kid, uh, an autistic boy named Tommy Westfall from a TV show called Saint Elsewhere. Right. Okay. So if you ever see, I don't know if they had Saint Elsewhere over there. No, we don't. 
it was a it was an old hospital hospital drama. Um, you know, that's where Howie Mandel, you know, really blew up. Um uh Blair Underwood, I think. You know, some a lot a lot of the actors that got big came from there, but in the last episode of the show, uh it turns out that the show didn't even really happen. It was an autistic kid with a snow globe of this hospital. Now, in that hospital, um, they had like the most tie-ins to TV shows uh, than anybody. Uh, I mean, Cheers, uh, Malcolm, uh, was it Magnum P.I.? I mean, every just about every TV show was tied in some way to Saint Elsewhere, and so there's a fan theory that everything really is taking place inside of this boy's head. That was that's what I thought the uh, that snow globe was. And that's, if, that, if that is true, that is strange. That, that, it's Marvel. That's wow. <laughs> they deal with strange. <laughs> wow! 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 Um, okay, cool. Uh, I'm in for that. I'm in for that. And one thing I got to touch on here because which is quite important as well. You get. Um, I'm going to press play off this and then still carry on with the show, and then we're going to come out with our fan theories, guys, with everyone. Um, when you get uh, Mobius and Mobius speaking uh, to Ren, it's like she's saying, like, you're not the only agent I've got on this case and stuff like that. And which goes to show me that she's got more people out there doing things, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So, do, do, I mean, I had a theory that maybe, oh, I don't know, this is a bit of a far-fetched theory, but... Could Loki himself be her other agent? That it that is entirely possible. That is entirely possible. Cause I mean, she ain't she's not being truthful about something. I, I feel that in my gut. It's just I mean, I she might be that. working with this. Oh, excuse me, with the uh, with the Loki that we're uh, you know that they're chasing. I mean, you, I mean, you never know because uh, uh, it's I, I I don't know, I don't know. They they put they it's it's so many Easter eggs. There's so many Easter eggs in this damn show. They just don't end, do they? It just don't right. end, right? We're gonna quickly press some messages, guys, and then we're gonna go to Pompeii because I thought that was uh, quite interesting. So we're going to uh, Deluxe quickly. I'm new to this show. Is this the one that um, the Ratatouille guy is doing the voice on? And also, you said it's on Disney Plus. It just started like what yesterday, today, or what? You haven't seen Loki? We're on the we're on the second episode. Uh, okay. Yeah, get, get Disney Plus. First things first, when he said he's new to the show, I thought he meant our show. And then he goes, I'm I the guy from Ratatouille? And he's like, is he calling me a rat? Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that Rishi doing the voice from Ratatouille? That's him. I know that is. I can that. <laughs> I've never seen Ratatouille. <laughs> <laughs> you got to watch it. It's a classic. It's a classic. <laughs> It's about a rat that make, that can cook, uh, and he's a chef. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> but Deluxe, 
Yeah, yeah, sorry, man. You can't just come on and say them things because I won't know what you're talking about. Thank God for Vader. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, Loki, man. So, Marvel, guys, um, if you don't know, this is Rishi Reviews and your boy Vader66. Huge Marvel comic book fans and stuff like that, especially Vader. We have a show called Marvel Mondays. We're doing a little spin-off called Fantastic Friday just for Loki. And it is on Disney+. Plus. Um, please watch it, guys, because at the moment it's it's opening a can of worms of where the MCU is going. They're going to be tying from the movies and stuff like that. So I hope that answers your question, Deluxe. Um, anything else you want to touch on that, Vader? Um, let's see what I got here. Uh, we talked on the book. Okay, yeah, the Trump case was my big thing. Um, you know, we learned how um, they explained how, you know, the timeline how timeline and nexus events all work um you know what I'm saying? so how uh how nexus events uh occur and um what they do to prune them uh yeah so i think yeah i think we're good for that scene yeah but for pompeii let me get to pompeii so this is loki explaining to him that he knows where lady loki's hiding he's going mm-hmm. yeah hold they're hiding is it the armageddon have i said that right yep in, well, in apocalypses, in apocalypse. the, in, yeah, and wherever there's apocalypse, they she can uh, she can hide because no matter what she does, no matter what anybody does, it's not going to change the outcome. They can't affect history, so that's the best place to hide. Because they're not looking for it, they don't really care what's happening because it's going to end anyway. Right. right, right, but it can't it can't branch off like um, if if it's like your time if you're about to get hit by a car. God forbid tomorrow, you know what I'm saying? Um, I could give you a million dollars uh, the day before, or I could take every penny that you have, and it's not going to affect, you know, you know how 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 the, your life progresses because tomorrow you're getting hit by a car. Okay, but here's my thing. So let's just say, like, he knew Pompeii was going to blow, right? We mm-hmm. know Pompeii. We knew what happened with the volcano. Yep. Stupid theory, I know. Hear me out, though, and you'll see where I'm getting with this. And let's say you decided to get make a quick funnel system to get the ocean's water into the volcano to water it down so it won't blow, so Pompeii won't get destroyed. Then now it no that, longer becomes a... Well, it's that, that would be a nexus event. That would be, become a nexus event because you'd be changing... The natural progression of time. Oh, you're right. You yeah, obviously, they'll find out. They'll recorrect it, and then they'll. It just happens. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. Yep. Stupid thing. Sorry, it's going through my head. So I hope that I hope those who are listening understood what happened in Pompeii, because that's what Loki was trying to explain to Mobius, and that's why we found uh, so-called uh, Lady Loki kind of hiding out, and this is where they find out when the next kind of big um, Armageddon event is going to happen um, but by by the help of the little chewy, chewing gum. What was it called? Bubble? What was it? The, the Kablooey made by Rockstar Corp. Now Rockstar Corp we've seen in Iron Man we've seen in Avengers um, uh, I think in Spider-Man. And one of the Spider- was it the Spider-Man No Way Home? Um, but we've seen them a lot and now um, in the comics uh, hold on a second. In the comics, 
uh, Roxxon Corp is run by Dario Agar, and he is a minotaur <laughs> in actuality, mm-hmm. and who makes who makes a deal with Loki to kill Thor and Loki to take over Asgard. So, yeah, I mean, the, I mean, this one I mean, I've seen the Rocks on Corp. There, uh, I, I don't know them from the comics too tough. I know them more for because I know them. I've seen them in uh, Iron Man, and then I saw them here, and I was like, "Oh, that's the Thingy Corp." But I wasn't quite sure who owned them and what the whole identity of um, the guy you're talking about. Because I, I, I know they kind of made them uh, their millions from fuel. Um, fuel consumption and something like that, and then basically what ended up happening was they go into technology and they, they there's some comics as well uh, which might be rank on where where they help Iron Man, um, and then Iron Man's not quite happy with the way they're running things. So we don't quite know if they're good or bad. Am I correct in saying that, Vader? Uh, well, they don't. Well, I mean, in the comics, you know, you, that's what I'm saying. You, you find out that the you know that the owner of it is really a minute. It's not a man. He's just posing as a man. But it's really a minotaur in disguise, mm. <laughs> and and you know what I'm saying he's from um he's somewhere from somewhere in like Asgard and makes that deal with Loki, and Loki you know takes over uh, Asgard. But I mean that's 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 just the title. I mean I don't, I'm not saying that we're gonna see you know Dario Agar in there, but nah, yeah, that's yeah. that's who that's who's supposed to own uh, Roxxon and uh, you know Roxcart. Because mm, that's interesting. That's interesting. I want to see. I've got a fit. I don't know. I think we're going to see more of it. I don't know why, because it's popped up twice now and it seems to be this whole big future thing. But what they will play in the future, I don't know. Um, anyway, so as this uh, whole thing's going, I'm going to press play in a minute, guys, the comics. As this whole thing's going on, um, we see Lady Loki, supposedly, who is kind of you know, been taking the little time grenades, um, setting them up at, the, at this place for some reason. Loki and the time hunters go to kind of stop her and her and Loki have a face-off, you know, a one-on-one face-off. And Loki's trying to f- kind of work out what her plan is, but also trying to work out should he join her in her plan. That, that That's what I got from it. Well, he, he's trying to get her to join him on his plan to get to the TVA, but I think she's already... Well, I mean, we know she's trying to get... Because uh, C-20, when C-20 got caught, remember when they found her, she was just sitting there, she was, you know, almost, um, you know, panicking, you know, uh, you know, it's real, it's real, it's real. You know, she's talking about something, what's real? What's mm-hmm. real, you know what I'm saying? The multiverse... You know what I'm saying? I think she exposed her to the multiverse and showed her that the that all the different realities are real. And um, this Loki, I think, is, uh, you know, she's trying to get to them. And, you know, C-20 just told her how to find them. You know what I'm saying? So, hold on. But, but sh- sh- she's a time hunter, so she knows that the multiverses are real, right? Uh, yeah, she knows that she knows that the she knows the timeline is real, but the multiverse isn't. Oh, correct, and, because they that because they're proving that the multiverse is over, and they're trying to stop multiverses from happening. 
Right. Realistically, they are happening. Right. And I think all of this is going to lead. If ever, Loki, this is why the show is just it's so mind-numbingly crazy. It's, I think it's going to spin off to so many different storylines. Because you got what if now. Because this, I mean, this has to lead into what if. You got Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Uh, you got the uh, Spider-Man No Way Home Multiverse of Madness. I mean, this is all going to be uh, uh, the, I, I think this is going to be the biggest timeline since Endgame. Okay, so let's let, let's quickly, and then we're going to go into some real. We're going to start listening to. Um, I'm going to touch on a few points. I want Vader to touch a few points. We're going to listen to all the messages, and I'm going to just go back and forth on theories now, people, because this was exciting, um, and I want to touch on something. So right at the end, we see um, Lady Loki set off the time bombs which kind of vanished to somewhere, God knows where. I'm what? assuming somewhere in different timelines to disrupt them. Uh, basically, you know, ruining all the timelines all over the place, leaving each timeline in tatters, creating many Nexus timelines all over the place so the TVA can't control it and the timekeepers are losing because it seems like Lady Loki's war is against the timekeepers for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, Mobius and Bobius runs up to um, Loki saying, stop, don't go. And he decides to run in after her, right? Now. Uh, oh, go I, on. Go, go oh, no, I, I think he escapes. I don't know if he's going after her as much as just escaping them. Because he knows she's going to an, uh, an apocalypse event. So they're not going to be able to find him. So this is my best chance to escape. But he also wants to stop her because now here's what I think. I don't, this is, this episode made me think that it's not really Loki. Cause you know, this, this is the second time we've heard about enchantments. Okay. So now in, uh, what, what, what do we know about enchantments? I you know. Okay. In well, what we, way? Sorry. Well, we know. Um, well, who is who is in charge of enchantments, basically, and that's the enchantress. But oh, right. you know, what I'm saying Ooh. we can, we can Sil- get to that. You mean, you mean Sylvia? Yeah, Sylvia. Yes. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. I-, I forgot about Sylvia. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. But um. Now, okay, so now we see when she drops all those time, those time, well, we'll call them time bombs throughout the multiverse. Um, you know, it, it, it starts multiverse, uh, it starts creating multiverses and they go back to the uh, TVA and you see on that time ticker, you know, all those branch timelines starting to emerge. You know what I'm saying? It was, remember, it was straight at first and then after the bombs went off all over it, new branches we're sprouting off. You might have to go back and look, but you'll see it goes from a straight line, then it starts to curve, and then yeah. and the branches start coming off. Okay, so uh, she right there, that was the creation of the multiverse. But when you look on that ticker, you see um, on one side, you'll see uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Nephilim? And that's, you know what I'm saying, that's where the that's one of the um, nine realms of Asgard. It is. Uh, yeah. uh-huh. You see, um, 
We see Bor- uh, Boromir, uh, where, where Thor's uh, thing was made. Yep. The and, and the dwarf, yeah. Yep. And you see uh, a place called is uh, Dar- Darthford, England? Well, yeah, that's near me. That's where okay. I am. Holy shit, you, I'm in you know event. You know what the tie, the tie in there is? Yeah. It's well, <laughs> it, it, it <laughs> might be. In the co- is Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is the hometown of Keith Richards and Mick Jagger. It is. <laughs> and if you remember, uh, back in, uh, I want to say, 80, it might have been 85 too, but uh, it was in What If 40, I believe. And the that book was about what if Keith Richards led the Fantastic Four instead of Reed Richards. <laughs> oh, you're joking. I've not read that one. Explain swear, it to me. Uh, Keith, well, Keith, in, in, instead of Reed Richards becoming the, uh, you know, Mr. Fantastic leading the Fantastic Four, the, <laughs> the, the Rolling Stones become the Fantastic Four. <laughs> Keith Richards is the leader. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse myself. <laughs> well, that was the song, wasn't it? I can't remember. <laughs> but I think that's what that was a nod to. But check this out. We also saw Vormir. And you know what, who was on Vormir? Yeah. Red Skull. Ooh, ooh, yep. I've always said and Red Skull's coming back. And now a multiverse has been created. Who else was at was at Vormir that died? Scarlet Witch, not Scarlet no. Witch, uh, Black Widow. Bam! I think this is how they're gonna bring Black Widow back. Oh, this, this shit, is it. Vader. They just they just fi- they just fixed it right there in in fifty minutes. They just fixed <laughs> what Marvel had messed up. Okay, hold on, hold on. No, you, you just, you've you, you've now created your own nexus with this thought. <laughs> <laughs> the time cops are coming. <laughs> you, you, you just fuck shit up now. Hold on, hold on. If they if, if they can bring back Scar- uh, Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow because of this nexus event, then surely Iron Man somewhere. They can bring back anybody they want now. Anybody, because they can use this to either snatch heroes from other multiverses, because DC does that all the time, and just displaces them into, you know, this multiverse because we need them, or they can do like uh, DC did with um, Flashpoint, and at the end, of, at the end of you know the Multiverse of Madness movies, combine them all, like uh, like DC did, and. You know, it cherry picks the strongest heroes for the six one six universe. I, I mean, this the multiverse of madness. It, it just opens up so many doors. It's crazy. So before we go to the listeners uh, and just go for our fan kind of breakdown, and everyone's gonna, but no, but what about this? And we're answering. My kind of theory is Secret Wars. Yeah, we have to talk about this for five minutes, guys, because it is really important. Because ultimately, um, and I used to say this on Marvel Mondays, uh, when I went through the whole timeline of what's getting released, you know, for me, Secret Wars was always there. I always thought everything was going to lead to the Secret Wars. 
which is a Kang storyline in effect. And the Secret Wars is a multiverse uh, storyline, um, you know. And it basically it's so it's basically so many different timelines, and they cause a war. Yeah, and there's madness everywhere. Now we know we've got the multiverse of madness coming up. So I feel this is the beginning of Secret Wars. Now there are two versions of Secret Wars. There's a 2015 comic which I I, quite, I know quite well, um, and there's the classic 1985 comic which Vader I know is going to know like the back of his hand. And but in theory, I mean I'm going to let Vader touch on this in a second. But in theory, what happens is, you know, the everything kind of changes. All these different universes, all these different realities. And all our heroes are fighting to save their own reality, ultimately mm-hmm. fighting each other. Yeah, on war worlds. So, yeah, in different worlds. We're called uh, oh god, what was it called? A uh, planet world or something, isn't it? Well, uh, when they they all get combined into one world called war war world. War world. That's it. War world. And there's a big fuck off fight and all sorts. Um, so and they and there's, and there's so many resets and changes through different timelines. You know, that every like time realities start collapsing and so forth. Um, so my theory is this is what we're going to. Yeah. Now, I, I feel how they're going to do this and what the story is, is that maybe Lady Loki or whoever this person is, Office Entrantress or whatever, Sylvia, is that these are situations where maybe she's not bad. Maybe she's got her own theory of fighting the timekeepers. And maybe the timekeepers are bad. And Kang as a, is at the head of all this with Ren Slayer, um, trying to control something which ultimately they shouldn't. Because we've touched on stuff like free will and stuff with Mobius and uh, Loki having a talk. He's going, yeah, but what about free will? And he goes, well, there is no such thing. He goes, well, there has to be. And anyone who has free will goes and opens up to nexus event you know so therefore that should be the right order of things so this is kind of maybe lady loki has been done by by kang or the timekeepers in some way um and is trying to bring her own balance you know now we've known that there was a war because you know they've said there was a war of madness of timeline so we can't say there was one timeline in reality, the truth is there was always different timelines. There was mm-hmm. always different kind of cosmoses. But what ended up happening, the timekeepers got together and put it in one to make this a uh, fine line, the timeline, and what we know as Earth 316. And that's what they've been holding. So shouldn't we really go back to our natural state of things, which should have been different timelines? <coughs> right? So... Mm-hmm. Could the time, and this happens in the comics, but it's the Celestials who are having this war in the beginning. So could the Timekeepers be the Celestials? Or are the Timekeepers at war with the Celestials? Ooh. That's what I think. That's what I think the whole Guardians of the Galaxy tie-in is going to be. And then that, that makes way for the Internals. Who are, mm-hmm. who, 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 are, who are created by the Celestials. Right, and they haven't they haven't gotten involved in anything throughout all the time, and now they're getting involved because I'm thinking this whole multiverse issue, now they gotta, they gotta do something. Deviants. Now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, hold on. Do you think the Timekeepers now 
Oh shit! I've just had a theory. Mm-hmm. I just had a theory. Because when they arrested Loki, they turned around and said, "He's going. I, I haven't done nothing wrong. You can't arrest me, because realistically, it was the Avengers that went through time. All I've done is just nick the fucking box. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. not box. The the time stone. Was it time stone? The tesseract, right? The tesseract. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've just taken the tesseract. So you can't you can't punish me to death for that." Realistically, he's not broken. He's not created a different timeline. Just by well, just by well, the tesser, tesseract, he hasn't made a nexus an event, right? No, no, that is a nexus event because he wasn't supposed to take it. Remember, in the uh, in the first movie, okay. Remember when it when it first happened when he was when he was caught by the Avengers, um, before the time heist, before they showed us the time heist. You know, when they did it right, you know, we, we never knew that they were there. You know what I'm saying? The movie just went on as it was supposed to happen. But when we got to see in Endgame, the time ice, you know, they they botched it. And Loki got a hold of it, which he wasn't supposed to do. Because we know in the in the natural timeline, you know, the movie just progressed without him escaping. So when he picked up that Tesseract, boom, Nexus event created him going to uh leaving and going to uh what was that Mongolia now it's branching off and that multiverse is you know starting to uh starting to be created that's why they came and scrubbed it you see what I'm saying okay he wasn't supposed to it was supposed to happen that they were supposed to go back in time but Hulk wasn't supposed to knock the Tesseract over to Loki so he could pick it up he was supposed to just go smoothly so what happened to that timeline then? Has that been eradicated altogether then? That well the 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 area that he affected. So up until it touched his foot, all of that has been was scrubbed. So then that Loki still carries on with that normal timeline. Right. Okay. So what 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 my original theory was going to be before you just uh done me with time travel there. Um <laughs> My theory was going to be, are they setting up, do you think the timekeepers have made this happen to set up Loki so in a way he helps them because the timekeepers are trying to do something and create and have time for themselves and create time for themselves so they're ultimately always the big bad? So the big people in control? But That's where I'm Loki. confused. That's what I'm confused. I'm I'm trying to figure out what could there because it doesn't make sense that they just want to untangle all the all the mess ups throughout time just so they can cease to exist. That doesn't make sense because we know that they were created by uh oh shit no, I forgot his name but um Kang uh, uh not Kang no not Kang they were created by um uh, hold on a second I got it written down uh they were created by I want to say the one, the one who remains. That's what it was. The one who remains created them, you know, to just monitor, not you know, end. I think if they finish what they're trying, I think that would end time. And I think that's. I think maybe ultimately that's what they're trying to do. Is they're trying to they they get to the epilogue and then they can erase time and then rewrite it however they want. So. Galactus, 
kind of thing, you know, because that's what happens when time ends and he tells uh, Reed Richards' grandson, remember when he becomes a herald in that new timeline, saying, this is what happened. These are how the different universes and multiverse started and da-da-da-da-da. Um, mm-hmm. So what are the timekeepers up to? You know, that, 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 that's definitely one big question we need to ask and one big question that's going to be answered, I think. Um, it, oh, mate, it's going to be huge. It's going to be huge, Vader. It is. We can carry on with theories, but I think we need to listen to Fantastic Fridays, our fantastic fans, our fantastic listeners. Um, I think we should go for the play, bro. Yeah, let's let's see what they got to say. Let's go. Oh shit, wrong button. Vader, it could all it could be worse, you know. It could be way worse. It could be the DCEU. You know that? So, you know, come on. It's Loki's going really well. I I like I like DC. DC, I mean, honestly, DC has has tried to stay closer to the comics than uh the Marvel ever has. Um, that's that's why I think people don't like it. So it makes sense to why Marvel changes so much. Um, but yeah, DC pretty much. But I mean, they've had so many resets because they've been around longer. But I, DC really they. Except for Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman, they completely dropped the ball, but they try to stay pretty much on, on point over there. Vader, do you remember... Um, I know this is Fantastic Fridays, but I remember on Marvel Mondays we had a saying. Do you remember what that saying was? What? We never mentioned the other one. <laughs> well, you can't have one without the other. Because, you know what I'm saying, they, they tied together because, you know, technically... They they both exist alongside of each other. They do, they do. You, you know, there's actually a, a hero named Access. There's a hero named Access, whose only job is to make sure that they never meet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He screwed up a couple times though. Right, next message, let's go. Hunter B15, like a solely um, original character for for the series. Uh, yeah. Also, big up Masako. She loved her in Lovecraft Country. Love to see her in this. Props. Oh, yes. B15, yes, got possessed by uh, this lady, Loki. And uh, really, uh, you know, <laughs> beat up everybody. Um, which is a, which is like, which is more also why I think that it's not Loki who is who's our who's this lady. I don't think Lady Loki is Loki because uh, we see Loki can make people do what he wants them to do um, when he's holding what was he holding the time stone. He was able to get uh, what was it Coulson to do something. In Thor? No. Um, what do you call it? Hawkeye. Oh, no. Hawkeye. He was able to get Hawkeye. Hmm. He was able to control Hawkeye's mind, but he had to be holding that time stone. Now, he needed the Tesseract to do that, though, didn't he? Yeah. Now, um, my here's my theory. Um, uh, Lady Loki could be one of three... It could be it, it, one of three things. She... It could be, you know, Lady Loki, which makes sense because, you know, in the books and in, in the movies, Loki is gender fluid. 
And yeah. this gives the opportunity to, you know, interact with different Lokis all up and down the gender spectrum on the show if they wanted. Uh, mm-hmm. Especially, in, you know, the show they just created the multiverse, so they could really do whatever they want now. Now, um, after Thor Ragnarok, um, it was a book. Um, the, uh, the, it was a, the, the disassembled Thor story arc. Thor wakes up to find himself reborn in Brockton, Oklahoma. And there he finds a female Loki causing yep, all yep. kinds of trouble. Mm-hmm. Now, she was first, she was first created by uh, uh, J. Michael Straczynski, um, who is like one of the best writers, um, I'm gonna say period. Um, he, he's, he's done TV, he's done comics. Um, I, the guy's just great. Um, and that was in Thor, uh, I want to say number five. Um, so she's been she's been around for a long time. Um, she was even um, she joined Norman Osborn created a, a a group of bad guys called the Cabal, and it had uh, him, uh, Namor, Emma Frost, Doctor Doom, the Hood, and. She used them to help her get Thor banished from Asgard and actually took over Asgard um, with the help of, of the Cabal. And also, she at one point replaced the Scarlet Witch in the Avengers and back when they took on Cthon. Mm-hmm. Cthon, you, you mean? Uh, Cthon? I think it was Cthon. And that's kind of a nod. Mephisto is Mephisto is <laughs> he's working around. So I, they keep teasing Mephisto. So I'm thinking you're gonna get the scene. Yeah, I, I think so. And funny enough, it's funny you talk about the Cabal because if you look at um, I, I don't know if we might see the Cabal as well. Just quickly, guys. Sorry to I know we've got to go through the messages, but um, if you look at um, Doctor Strange, uh, in Doctor Strange they talk about the Cabal. Um, and if you talk about now, because I know about this story about Cabal, but if you look at Namor, uh, we know Namor's making a, an, an appearance in Black Panther two, and it, funny enough, he's gonna probably be um, the, uh, the the villain for that particular film. So uh, it could happen. Mm-hmm. It could, mm-hmm. happen. It could happen. Now later on, we learn that this lady Loki is just you know one of a bunch of of Lokis that exists inside of Loki. Right, along with you know the kid Loki that we're supposed to we're supposed to be seeing in upcoming episodes, um, but on the TV show she's wearing um, the same costume, almost from book to, to film, the same costume from a book called Loki: Agent of Asgard. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, but you know what I'm saying, and so. Now that brings us to option two that she is not Loki, but in fact the Entrantress. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. you see she's in the credits, she's referred to as Sylvie. And Sylvie Lushton was a big character in Thor. Because is, that, is that what they say in the credits? So it is Sylvia then. It, uh, Sylvia, yeah. Um but um in the comics. Uh, 
uh, Loki gave uh, um, Sylvie Lushkin uh, uh, you know, some of his powers because he thought it would be funny to give it <laughs> to, you know, to a human. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she ends up finding out about it and you know what I'm saying? She gets really upset and actually goes, you know, yeah, you know, out for revenge. But yeah. the real the real enchantress finds out that she's been impersonating her and banishes Sylvie to the ten realms of Asgard. So I'm thinking that maybe this Loki that we're seeing is that Sylvie Lo uh Lushton, but she hasn't been banished to the seven realms. That she got banished into the multiverse, that she would just be lost in the multiverse forever, you know, lost from her time. So she's doing all this to somehow try to get back to her time or, you know, create her own time. You know what I'm saying? I, I, and this is a funny thing as well, because if you really go into there's two things you can take from this now. Uh, number one, the timeline we're in is slightly different. So if we're talking about the Asgard of Oklahoma, you know, in the MCU, we know we've got the Asgard of Finland at the moment where Thor's gone off, but Valkyrie's kind of looking after. So what's happened with the Enchantress there at that moment, which might give way to Thor, Love and Thunder? Mm -hmm. You know, possibly. Uh, the Enchantress was part of the Young Avengers at some point. Am I right in saying that? Uh, she was, she was, but she was. That was Sylvie. You know, before she found out that Loki was the reason why she had the powers and she got banished. Yeah. So I'm thinking they could be touching on things like that. But anyway, right? We've got so much going on. Let's carry on. We've got so many messages. Oh wait, go one more thing. Quickly. One more thing. If you look on the on the on the time bombs. The date, you got to check the date that she's dropping all those bombs on. And it's the date is June 16th. And well, what's are all, the, are all the bombs the same? Yeah, all, all on the same date. And, and that 16th, date, but yeah, and you know what June 16th is? No, 616. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy it's crazy so do you think that tr she's trying to blow our time lava <laughs> I, 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 I'm thinking I don't think this is Loki at all I don't think it's I don't think it's Loki at all I think this is the Enchantress or someone possessed with the power of Loki but I, I, I don't know it's they give me too many clues they to just put Loki right out there, you know, second episode, boom. Okay, yeah, this is your big bad. That's too easy. It's too easy. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I, I, right. I, I, I don't think it is. Yeah, I agree, I agree. So, we got this uh, lovely, from one Enchantress to another Enchantress. It's the one woman who I could really kick in the face now. I lost the game. I'm sorry I lost the game. No, I'm not sorry I lost the game. But I made you lose the game. Love you. Shenanigans. <laughs> Shenanigans.
finger in the pussy. Nah, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you. I love you. Right, Charlie Rose. Okay, this is not pertaining to the topic of Loki. And whoever haven't seen it yet and is asking questions about if it's a new show, then they don't follow it very much. But I want to ask the three of you guys in this group, in this room right now, would you guys have your food prepared by a rat? For real. The rat can cook. You don't know that. Other people are telling you. But would you have it prepared by a rat? Sanitary rat? Has, has it been hygienically cleaned? Right. You know, is it the rat from Ratatouille that had a bath every morning? Thank you. Your know, Master Splinter used to cook for the turtles. Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Charlie's second message after that. And also, shout out to Vader66 and all the other guys up in here. Ah, oh, shout out to you. Big up, Charlie Rose. Right and big up welcome, welcome. Up. Welcome. Okay, so Loki is supposed to be six episodes, right? And in the second episode, we are seeing the setup for the 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 multiverse of madness. I'm when when I saw it, I was like, I literally I screamed inside, and I'm like, this, is this the kind of violence uh, Marvel is choosing? Because it's just the second episode, like so many moving parts. In that second episode, I'm like, oh my god, so what, we're in for a ride here or something, because this is crazy. It's just the second episode. Yes, that's why you gotta come here every every week for the comprehensive breakdown in East Egg Hunt for the show. Because uh, it's, hey, I, I, I promise you're gonna learn something new every time you show up. <laughs> a lot of people. I, I've noticed rush on and make sure and they just they're not they're not we do not really tell you the story. You know, they're just spoiling the show for you. So yeah. you know what I'm saying? Wait, wait, wait for somebody that's gonna give you, you know, some uh, some good insight. Look, honestly guys, listen, I'm not having a girl like I'm not trying to bring anyone down who tries to do kind of these Marvel or DC or these low key reviews or what's going on. I'd just like to say Marvel Monday was is the longest running show uh, on stereo. You know, me and Keith used to do it. Vader used to chime in and really help with the show as well. Uh, we've now got this spin off show called Fantastic Friday. And, you know, you're talking about people who generally have a love for the comics, who know the stories. And we're not going to come and tell you what you've seen. We're going to tell you of what you haven't seen and what could possibly happen. So, I mean, if you go back as early as November on Marvel Mondays in November, we were talking about Loki then, about how the multiverse madness is going to go off and what's going to happen and how these things are going to open up. And we were talking about Nexus beings back then. So you lot really need to stay with us. Lots of love to you, and thank you for everyone in the room, you know. And uh, big up to the one and only Vader66. And, and shout out to, just quickly, I've got to do this, man. Solomon Grundy, uh, Karina Gonzalez, Charlie Rock. Grundy? Mr. Sinister. Sorry? Oh, I, I, I haven't seen Grundy in a minute. Yeah, Grundy's here. Solomon Grundy's in the house. Um, Mr. Sinister, Odd One, Rosie, uh, The Indie Taker, Jay. Um, um, oh god, uh, the real king, um, oh, pioneer path, uh, got so many of you guys, 
Um, Finn, uh, Finn oh, who's a super fan. Freak Nasty God, what's going on, Freak Nasty? Uh, EMC for life, all you people. Thank you so much. We're going to go and proper do a, a big shout out later. But next message, let's go. I think I'm going to go with Mr. Sinister. Oh, shit. Yo, what's up, Deluxe? Yo, how's it going, Beta 66? Yo, what's up, HGB? Big ups to all you guys. I'm enjoying the show as always. I do have a question for you guys that are more acclimated with the whole MCU. By the way, I am obsessed with the TVA. Anyways, two question, twofold, two part question. One, uh, Steve Rogers, you know, he decided to to go back and lead like live a full life with fucking Peggy. That's a crime. That that's a crime. I'm sorry. Like I know people love Cap and stuff like that, but he broke the law. Like that's a TVA law that he broke. Um, and I don't think he should have been approved. So they need to arrest. They need to arrest Steve Rogers at this point. Yeah, I would arrest an old man only because it. We need to preserve the timeline. And the second thing is, Loki seems so conflicted. He's he's like crying when he's looking at videos and photos of his people in chaos, but then he causes chaos at the same time. He's the god of mischief. Yeah, and you got to think, Steve Rogers. He did go back in a uh, time to be with Peggy, but. He went back in time, and you notice he didn't interfere with time at all. He didn't do anything to change the natural progression of time. So, you know, he, you know, they, they, they just gave him that one. Yeah, he, he might not have supposed to have been there, but all he did was just, you know, stay with, you know, stay with Peggy. He didn't have, he obviously didn't have any kids. If she wasn't supposed to have kids, you know, if she, if she was with somebody else. Then they would have came back and got him. But, you know, obviously they didn't have any kids. Or if they did, they were supposed to be born. So him going back in time, as long as he doesn't create, do something that's not supposed to happen, you know, I, I think they pretty much don't, they don't waste their time with something like that. Plus, you know, he's Captain America and sacrificed everything for the universe. So I think that's a give me. And, uh, and Loki loves, I mean, deep down... He loves his family and his kingdom and everything. It's just mm. he can't help the way he is because that's his nature. They explained that in the first episode that he he's he was created to cause chaos. Can, can, can I uh, say something? My brother used to call me Loki, right? And, <laughs> and, he, and he used to say, he goes, you've got a heart of gold and you'll do anything for everyone. He goes, but like at school, I always used to get trouble. I always used to uh, be in detention. You know, like always, <laughs> like just always getting in freaking trouble. You know, and I don't understand how or why. Um, and, and it's that kind of thing. You don't want to bring pain on anyone. You know, you don't want to be in trouble. You've just got a mischief side in you, and you know, you might think it's as innocent as hell. You know, I tell you what, right? I'm going to give you an example. We were sitting there one day in school. One of my mates had itching powder. I put it in the guy's shirt in front of me. I thought it was innocent. I thought it was going to be a laugh. This guy kept on itching. Everyone laughed at this poor kid. He nearly ran out of that building. I didn't realize how much distress I caused him. And I didn't want that to happen. I just thought it would be a five-minute laugh and then it would be all right. And then he got a rash. I had to go and apologize. But I made. we became friends in the end. But you get where I'm coming with from this story, didn't you? <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't even know Itching Powder was real. Oh. It is. <laughs> it is. It's a bad 
remember it like yesterday. He was all over the place. <laughs> there was this one time. There was this one time I was on a bus. Now, in I don't know for those of you who are not in the UK, we have these big uh, London red buses, and if you sit <coughs> on the top, if you sit on the top of the red bus, um, there's this little window. So the driver sits at the bottom. He can look up. With the glass, and he could. This was before CCTV. Yeah, <laughs> so he could see what. So he could see what was going on at the top row of the bus to make sure no one's in trouble. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got those. Yeah. So the guy that we were sitting at the front. He, this guy was a mate of mine. You know what I mean? I just I mean, I don't. I don't want to cause him pain. He kept on fucking around and looking down the mirror thing. So I thought I'd just push his head a little bit closer to the mirror. You know what? I didn't realize my strength, and I ended up. Like his face ended up hitting the mirror and breaking his front tooth. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I didn't want this to happen, you know. I'm just, it's just like I didn't want to do this to you, but I have no choice. <laughs> I have a glor- I was a glorious purpose. <laughs> I was just mischievous, you know. I was just mischievous. And one more quick example before I press play. My mother, true story, one day I'll get my mother on here and you can ask her. She used to refuse to go to parents' evening. She refused to go parents' evening for me, right? Just because of the report she would get. And she used to go, she goes, are you just stupid? Like, like, <laughs> like, like what? For example, I would get, I, it became a vendetta, right, for the teachers, like one day we were sitting. Do you remember you used to have little recorders, these little whistle things? Uh-huh. They weren't. They weren't even instruments. I don't even know what they are. What a dumb instrument a recorder was. Why did I take record? Why did I even take recorder lessons? I mean, like, what was that going to give me in life? What you learned how to play three blind mice. You you can play three blind mice. Dumbest fucking instrument on this earth. Anyway, right. Uh, like like the teacher, the, all the students are queuing up. Everyone's got a recorder in their mouth, right? And the teacher goes, no one's allowed to blow it until I say, right? And I kid you not, I breathed. Literally, I just took a sigh of breath and it made a hood whistle sound. Guess what? Detention. Piss <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, how can that happen? <laughs> Yeah, you can't tell a kid not to do something. <laughs> I just breathed. The damn incident went off by itself. <laughs> the most dumbest thing ever. Anyway, let's go to the next uh, message. I'm going to the odd one. From what I'm seeing with um with um Renslet, I don't know. From the very first time um she appeared, uh, something about her just feels like. I don't know, I just get this feeling that there is no, um, there's no authority. Like, she is the authority, because the way she speaks, it's almost like she's speaking about herself in third person. That's the kind of vibe that I've been getting, so, I don't know, How, what do you guys feel about that? I, I just feel like she's, she's it, she's the actual thing. She's on the same page. She's, I see, I feel something about, something about her just don't seem right i don't know i can't really put i I, we'll see this next episode because you know we're at the halfway point with this next episode so they're gonna let some more out about her um but yeah i i I don't trust her fully i don't trust her as much as i trust mobius oh you gotta trust mobius he's in it for the long run i think yeah you know 
He's like, look, Mobius is just a, a player who thinks he's fighting for for what's real. Uh, unfortunately, well, you know, I don't think it's correct. I want to ask Mr. Sinister a quick question when Mr. Sinister was talking. Big up to Mr. Sinister, as always, by the way. Lots of love, because I know your true identity. You're just like the TVA, goddamn you. Right? Um, <laughs> but Mr. Sinister, um, and the reason I want to ask this, I'm not going off the point, but it's quite uh, a fun theory, because I know you're, you're into, I hate using the word conspiracy theories, because it makes someone look like a nut job, and I am a conspiracy theorist you know, with some truths up to some points. Um, and I know Mr. Sinister is. Do you think the TVA is kind of like a real thing within the universe and we have multiverses and stuff like that? Please message us in. I think I'd be interested to hear from you. On that. I, I've always believed, because, you know, they say that everybody has a doppelganger here on Earth. Mm. And I've always thought, yeah, why, why wouldn't there be, you know, uh, where I, instead of me, going to school, because that's when I had the thought was, instead of me going to school today, what if I did stay home? And, you know what I'm saying, the house calling for a what, that's what kind of what kind of timeline will my life have gone from there? So, I, I've always thought there are, I don't know if I would call them multiverse, but different realities in which, you know, the events of your life are different. There's actually a show with uh, J.K. Simmons uh, called The Crossing, that that tells that story uh, impeccably. You should check it out if you haven't seen it. Check out the crossing, AK Simmons. So, do you think that, like, did you ever watch uh, Jet Li's The One? Mm-hmm. With Jason. Yeah, Lee? that's another one. Yeah. So, do you think I, I <coughs> can go to other realities, kill my other self, to make myself stronger? Hmm. If all the timelines are all connected, then yeah, that would make sense. That well, each time, this, Vader. you know, <laughs> we go create a time machine <laughs> and eliminate all our duplicates throughout time, and there will just be me, the one. I'll be super rich. <laughs> that ain't just Rishi. That's super reviews right there. <laughs> You'll be able to spoil the shows before they come out. (laughs) (laughs) Do do, 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 do you know what sucks about this whole thing that I've just said? What? That if this is true, I am a proper shit version of myself in this reality. (laughs) 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 Do you know somewhere, there's a Rishi who's a king. There's a Rishi who's a footballer. There's a Rishi who's like, you know, whatever, you know. And like, if I look at it, I'm probably the worst, the worst version in all realities. At this <laughs> That's fucked up, isn't it? <laughs> no, there's there's gonna be worse somewhere. There's there's got to be out there. Crackhead Rishi's got to be out there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Serial killer Rishi. <laughs> Brexit, Rishi. <laughs> you might be a Trump Vader. Right? Yes. 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 Donald Trump is the greatest thing that ever happened. <laughs> yeah, he's gone. <laughs> Prune him. That is, that's some messed up theories, isn't it? 
Mm-hmm. When you think of it that way, right. Next <laughs> message. Let's keep going. Charlie, Charlie Rowe. All right. Oh, no, Vincent. Sorry, Vincent. Do y'all think one person, even one person, has everything in the Marvel Universe in his head? The cinematic universe? Because it's a lot. And I'm finding it pretty extraordinary that Disney and Marvel are able to keep it coherent. Well, yeah, I mean, it's making sense. Uh oh, Rishi, you still there? I am. I was just looking oh. at Vincent. Uh, I just followed Vincent because I wanted to, and I just saw he had a great conversation about something me and you were going to have a little while ago about Syria and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So, oh. um, yeah, Vincent, I followed you, man. Hit me up. I like convos like that. Um, and bring Vader in. But um, no, do you know what? No, no one has every single thing in their head. You physically can't. There's been times where I've talked about uh, a comic and Vader hasn't known. He's gone, oh, did that happen? I'll say, yeah, yeah. You know, um, very, very little does that happen, just to let you know. It might be once every 15 years. Um, but my point is, is like, this is why it's good to have these conversations because we are constantly growing. We are constantly learning together. And I've always believed whether it be our shows, Marvel Mondays or Fantastic Fridays, these shows, are, we're, we're, we're a family. We're here to grow and we're all here to learn constantly and, you know, uh, and listen to each other. And that's what, that's what fandom is. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Um, Charlie Rowe. Well, remember that the woman told him in the first episode that when the Avengers went back to time to stop Thanos... That was supposed to happen. That was part of what the timekeepers knew would happen. And at the end of the Infinity War movie, the Endgame movie, remember Captain America brought all the stones back, put everything back where it's supposed to be in their proper timeline. Loki left with the space stone and never returned it. Right, so that branched off where Captain America put it back you know, Loki made it so he didn't put it back. So you're saying the TVA have sat there and said, all right, let um, Steve uh, go back and marry Peggy. They've allowed him to do that, basically. That's not of his own decision. He was Mm -hmm. meant to do that. Is that correct? Yep. 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 It's all part of the grand scheme, the grand plan for the universe, the multiverse. This is how they're going to bring him back, though. Oh, sorry, say that again, Vader? Uh, this is how they'll be able to bring back Steve Rogers. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know what I'm saying? Now, with the multiverse being undone, it, as, if you will, you know, it, it opens the door for Black, you know, Black Widow. It can come back because they, they, they specifically showed us Vormir. That had, there has to be a reason behind that. So, why wouldn't? Why wouldn't it? Uh, they showed up. Was it a point in uh? What, they showed what was it? one of the points was like Viet, something in Vietnam. Um. Oh, I can't remember. I think I wrote it down. They uh. It was like uh, there were like lots of real world events mentioned. Yeah. In uh in the episode so. Yeah, they're rewriting things, and I'm confident Captain America's going to be back. I can't see them keeping keeping them gone. 
Yeah, I think Chris Evans hasn't worked for a few years. So, yeah. <laughs> me a couple of more millions, you know. <laughs> uh, and remember my theory about Tom Cruise becoming Iron Man in one multiverse? They was actually talking about him uh, joining the MCU. Yeah, see, told you. You heard it so, first here, Vader. I would like to see him as uh, as Iron Man. Yeah, I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, odd one. To see Kang, it would be cool because it would be like, um, you know, a reunion of uh, Majors and Mosako because they were both in um, Lovecraft Country. Um, I don't know, but there's a possibility that he could turn up in it, in it. You don't think so at all? Then who would turn up? She's saying, is there a possibility that we'll see Kang in this particular, in Loki? I don't think so. Mm, but you know what? That might be why, because they're making it so like they're making us think that there's no way he'll show up. And then look what they did with WandaVision. We every we knew, we knew by the by the last episode, I was confident. I knew Mephisto was going to pop out. And what do we see? I, you know what I'm saying? I was convinced by the end of WandaVision, and then they threw us a curveball. And no, so I mean, anything's on the table with Marvel. Kevin yeah. Feige, hey, I'm, I'm on your side. You got a thing. Well, Kevin Feige, guys, for those of you who are listening, uh, we, we have got a petition going out, uh, which we want you lot to sign because, um, obviously, we all know I should be the next Wolverine. Uh, <laughs> or or, or uh, Loki Berries. Oh, God. Come on, odd one. I remember Blair Underwood being in cell elsewhere. Um, I know that Denzel Washington, that's where the, the Denzel started. Den- well, not started, but Denzel was in um, sent elsewhere. Blair was in um, LA Law. That's what it was. That's what it was. There's only a handful of black actors in America back then, so <laughs> it's easy to confuse. <laughs> but yeah, it was Denzel. That's what blew Denzel up. Oh, really? Yeah. Send me the show. I'm going to watch it. Sounds good. Okay. So, uh, St. Elsewhere. How long did it go on for? Oh, it was off. Shit. I don't know. Maybe, maybe eight, ten years? Oh, I can't watch the show for 18 years. Don't worry. No, no. Not 18. Eight, eight or ten. Eight or ten. Something like that. I think they were maybe eight seasons. Eight seasons was like, that was, um, that was considered like, uh, what is it? Retirement. Retirement age back then, so in a show ran its course, so probably about eight seasons. Uh, interesting, interesting. Yeah. Right, Charlie, my brother Vader, <sighs> please don't get up here and defend DC, bro. I love DC too, but DC can do a thousand percent better, regardless of what they do when explaining the comics. Every one of these comics from Marvel to DC. They're, they have many different storylines and different ways that you can explain it. DC has a problem of keeping a uniformity and explaining factors that we all need to know about these characters outside of the typical Batman and Superman. They've done so much. Uh, I, I can go on for hours about DC. Well, see, with DC, because there's... They have so many storylines. It's like um, they tell their main storyline, but then 
along with their main storyline, they also have uh, their Elseworlds stories, and then they have their, uh, uh, I'll, I'll just call them Elsewhere offshoots. Um, like right now, they're running um, Justice League Last Ride, which isn't, uh, isn't along with the regular continuity. But, you know what I'm saying, it can be confusing Confusing if you're just getting, you know, going into the comic book story and you see, oh, you know, it's, it's, the, it's the, uh, the Justice League that I've always known. But then you start reading it and you're like, what? They, they, they broke up? Now they get back together? Like, what? There's no more Green Lantern Corps? You know what I'm saying? It, so I, I understand that, but you just got to be super focused. Because DC is a, it's an adult comic, you got to remember. It's not it's not targeted for kids. It's it's an adult comic, and it's built on mystery and suspense. So you got to look at it like that. And um, for their main storylines, yeah, they I think they they keep it they keep it all together pretty well as far as their main storylines and characters. They're like really meticulous, and they just did a reset. A lot of people see that the uh, the entire DC universe just had to go up against Doctor Manhattan, and uh, that did a, a just a, the most recent reset, restoring Superman's dad to life. But yeah, see, now I agree with both your, your points there. I agree with Charlie Moore when it comes to the DC movie universe. Uh, they can't get that correct, you know. But yeah, the DC comic universe, yeah, the stories, you know, do roll off quite well. What the DC cinematic universe is really just starting. Yeah, you know, I think Marvel's got a twenty-year head start, twenty-five-year head start. No, eleven, twelve years. Huh? Two thousand five, it started. The Marvel cinematic universe. Well, oh, you're thinking know, about with Iron Man. Yeah. Okay. See, I count. I count. I count. I count all of Marvel, because I mean, well, you're gonna see in um, Multiverse of Madness that um, all Spider-Man. all of Marvel is all yeah, all of Marvel is gonna be connected. So yeah, I'll give you, that you know they McGuire and stuff. Yeah, they've had they've had a lot more time to flush things out. So. Even X Men, this I reckon this is how the X Men are going to come in. I think they're just going to show that X Men were part of. So uh, you know the X Men yes. Fox universe was was happening simultaneously, just in a different universe. So yes. That's how they're gonna. That's that's how they're gonna not remake the stories because I think Marvel was sat there saying we got to bring the X Men, but like hell, are we going to retell the stories again with a brand new Xavier, brand new Wolverine, or whatever? So the best way we do it. That that story has been told, and it's a move on forwards uh, in the universe mm-hmm. of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, because we can't do another origin story. I don't think we can. It would just be too much. Oh, I'm so sick. I'm sick. Yeah. Of origin stories. Yeah. are aware of that. You know, and this is my problem. What's going to be wrong with Robert Pattinson's Batman? Because Robert Pattinson's Batman. It's also an origin story again. Oh no, this is gonna be Batman uh year one. Or year which two, is Batman year two. Yeah, which well, is still an origin backstory though, isn't it? Oh I mean they'll probably tell, you know, Bruce's origin, but I guess they're not gonna focus on it like the other movies. 
Um, but this is also uh, the Batman of another universe. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. He's um, it's gonna be because you know you see the the James Gordon in this one is a black guy. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is it's all gonna be from from another universe. So that's that's how it's going. And Patterson is saying now, right now, um, this is it. This is the only one he's doing. Yada yada yada. But we'll see how much money it makes. Stupid vampire. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Now, even though Batman was a vampire, but... <laughs> shine, shine some sun on him and melt the git. Right, let's press play. So, yeah, and Marcus, um, they, 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 they're speaking to each other like they have some kind of romantic situation going on or something. Huh? Who? Mobius and um, Slayer. <laughs> I I agree with you. I agree with you. I feel that they've got some sort of attraction thing going on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, he kind of crushes on her. Yeah. So that's, that, that ties into the whole Kane thing. Um, Kane wanted her. She didn't want him. Maybe Mobius wants her, but she wants Kane. Oh, love triangle in the TVA, eh? Right. Mm, interesting, interesting. Right, Charlie Rowe. And it was the Mind Stone that he used to control Hawkeye guys. The Mind Stone. Yeah, it was. Mind Stone, yeah. Did I say Time Stone? Yeah, you said Time Stone, oh. I said Tesseract. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we ain't got, we, we, we're not perfect. We're not infallible. <laughs> well, no one cares about the Infinity Stones. They're paperweights now. <laughs> right? <laughs> Trinkets, I'll skip them over the lake. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Like, Marvel has really ruined that comedy because you know, like even to, like I'll put it this way: before Loki, I watched uh, Infinity War and Endgame about a week before. Right? I always do. I used to love watching it. I'd always catch up on one two of the Marvel stories, and uh, you know, you see that snap, and you see them fighting in the universe to get the stones, and you're like, no. And now you just watch it and you're like, yeah, it's bullshit. They mean nothing. <laughs> <laughs> right, because it really puts it in perspective. It's like all they went, the Avengers went through all of that basically <laughs> for, well, I mean, for a reason, but ultimately it means nothing because those those stones weren't even as the most powerful thing in the universe. So, you know what I'm saying? We're going to need tougher heroes. And they, I, they, they tried to they killed off some of the, some of the toughest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Black Panther's going to find it very hard fighting these things. <laughs> right? Right? And my thing is, cause, and I'm going to always come back to this, Spider-Man is one of the most, whether anybody likes to admit it or not, one of the most powerful characters in Marvel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He, he does the unthinkable all time. He's, a, he's the amazing Spider-Man. And they made him, you know, a joke. And Spider-Man, he is like the, I, the most of my comics are Spider-Man, so I, there's a special place in my heart for him. And for them to do to Peter Parker what they didn't did to Peter Parker. Oh, tragic. I don't think this Peter Parker could beat Wolverine. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, no, yeah, I agree with you. But 
I think Marvel are very clever. What they did, they knew they couldn't get uh, an amazing Spider-Man uh, like in the comics just yet because they get too old. So what they've done is they wanted a long timeline. So they got someone like um, like Tom Holland, who's a great. Because if you look at the original comics of a young Peter Parker, Tom Holland plays that well. Yeah. But yeah. to play Peter Parker when he hits his 20s, yeah, I, I don't think so. For 25, you know. And That's why they should have kept going. Up until the point he marries Mary Jane and so forth. But I, 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 I believe that's what they want for Tom Holland. And I believe he's in it for the long run. So we will see that. I, I hope so because I want to see... I mean, Spider-Man is like in his 30s now. He ain't been a teenager in like... 40 years, you know, I, I, I want to see the grown-up, grown-up adventures of Spider-Man, Spider-Man, I mean, Peter Parker's kind of the man, you know, he, he's got one of the hottest girls in all of Marvel, you know what I'm saying, he was all, in the comics, he was always banging her, uh-oh, I said in the, uh, in the comics, he was always he was always banging Mary Jane. You know what I'm saying? He was he brought adulthood to comics. And you know I wanna see it. There was that time when Peter Parker did her at the back of the sheds near the pizza restaurant. Do you remember that? Right. <laughs> that was actually in a book. Was... <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Right. Let's press play quickly. We got uh on my I asked you about B15. I think you um, spoke about C20. I asked about B15. B15 is the black lady. Yeah. C20 yeah. is the one that, that the variant touched who beat up the team. So what are your thoughts on B15? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah we talked about B15 last week. And uh, yeah, this week, yeah, she got, she got possessed by uh, or enchanted by the variant and uh you know had her run in with uh with Loki. Um I, I like I like her. I wanna see where they go with it. I think they have I think they have her coming off a lot. Like uh did you guys have a show called Night Court over there? No. Oh there's a there's a show over here called Night Court with uh, Harry Anderson, Marshall Warfield, um uh, Marky Post uh, and um, Marshall Warfield played this uh, bailiff that was real, you know, hard ass, you know, didn't take no jack, no no games, and that's the feel I get from BBT. Yeah, she's yeah, the rise. <laughs> she's not in the comics. Uh, she's a new character, um, and I think she's playing a part very well. Um, and she's basically playing the the part of. Uh, good cop, bad cop, and ultimately, I think her and Loki are going to get a lot closer. Not sexually, but as friends. At some point, he's going to end up helping her at the end of the yeah. season, and she's going to think he's he, he's a half decent bloke. Right. <laughs> I like that half decent bloke. Yeah. <laughs> Just like me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hold Thank you. Oh shit. Um, you're saying that you don't think it's Lady Loki because they wouldn't introduce the big bad. So, I mean, they introduced the the, the theory of the multi the, the multiverse of madness. So, why 
they, they seem like they could be going all out to introduce a lot of big bads for all of the films that are coming up. Correct. Mm-hmm. I'm, the big bads are going to listen. The, the, the ultimate game, the ultimate end game, the original end game, not, not, not this Thanos end game, is going to be Galactus. It has to be a cosmic event. It has to be yeah. Secret Wars. It has to be this whole thing. The only way you can defeat Galactus is if you had 10 Spider-Mans, if you had 10 holes, if you had 10 oh freaking, you know. Uh, oh, my uh, God. That's how they'll do it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. You just figure out how they're going to bring back everybody. Yeah. And, and that's what I believe. You know, this is the only way that it, it can happen. And this is, so the ultimate big bad is going to be Galactus. But how do you get to Galactus? You know, under Galactus, you'll have two, two so you, l- l- let's do a pyramid, yeah? Like a, free, a Freemason pyramid, right? At the top, you've got Galactus. Under Galactus, you've got the two, uh, which would be Kang and um, Dr. Doom. No, oh, not, not you. Yeah, easily. No, I, I don't believe an apocalypse comes there. Um, and then under Doctor Doom and Thingy, you will have people like uh, Mephisto. Um, who else? Um, Ooh, you, you put Doctor Doom above Mephisto? Yeah, yeah, by far, by far. Ooh, that's bold. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Right, and then you've got nightmare and all that stuff underneath them, and then and then you've got the lesser bads underneath them, which are like your your kind of your lady Loki's or your Baron Zemo's or whatever. I think that's the future pyramid of what's about to come, of uh, for the next few few years of bad guys. Oh well, they are coming with that Fantastic Four, so if they come with Fantastic Four. Uh, they have to bring Doctor Doom. No, easy, easy. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, I kind of see that. I, I don't know if I'll put Doom ahead of Mephisto, though. Yeah, you I got mean, to. Mephisto. Mephisto's like a, he's almost a god. I know, but Doom, bloody, ended up running the world at one point. Do you remember? He had his own planet. Well, yeah, that was after, you know, he had stole a whole bunch of everybody's powers and stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, hmm. Huh. Wow, that's, that would be interesting. Interesting thoughts. Right, let's go. Uh, next message. Oh, Mr. Sinister. Oh, no, Charlie wrote first. In the first Avengers movie, Loki references um, to Captain America and says, Man out of time. And, you know, he responds and says, I'm not the one that's out of time. But that was a nice little, you know. So they get, they have a lot of this stuff planned out years ahead, bro. Well, when he was saying that, I think he meant that you know, Captain America was supposed to be around in the in the forties, fifties, and then you know, cause he was frozen, he was put out of time because now he's in the future. Uh, but yeah, Marvel does plan stuff out, uh, you know, pretty far in advance. But this is a new phase, so this is this is uh, new to the drawing board. Mm. And also, quickly, I know we've got messages and we're going to wrap up very soon, but it's very important that I want to touch on this. We can't forget this whole thing about the Nexus, about a Nexus event. And when you have Nexus events, you have Nexus beings. 
And when you have Nexus beings, you're talking about people like um, Scarlet Witch, who is a Nexus being, you know, where time doesn't really exist for them. Um, Doctor Strange, a Nexus being, if I'm correct. I can't quite remember. Um, I think I'm Loki's a Nexus being, right? Yeah, yeah. All the, all the gods pretty much are Nexus. Uh, I have the ability to cause Nexus events because they can affect to some extent so but so far they've been doing it along the path they were supposed to you know what I'm saying they're, they're, they're supposed to meddle in time because that's in their nature but they haven't deviated from the way time is supposed to unfold I think we're going to see a war between the nexus beings and the timekeepers yeah yeah that I do see that I do see we're gonna see. We're gonna see Scarlet Witch, um, and I. I, I we I, we got They dropping too many hints about Mephisto, not to put in Mephisto. Oh, he's definitely coming. He's definitely coming. The little, the li- the, the little weasel from hell. He will be here. Right. Mm. right. Let's carry on with these messages, Mr. Sinister. Okay, the question Rishi was, is there a TBA, a Tenderance Authority here in real life? Sorry, I had to go because I got a phone call, but I'm back now. So you see me popping in and out. Anyways, the answer to my to, to that question and my hypothesis is, of course, yes. Not a conspiracy, a hypothesis. Yeah, one sounds better. <laughs> Anyways, the reason why is because I think this is what happened. And please correct me if I'm wrong. And this might be a two-part message, so forgive me. Anyways, one. Okay, so I think a long time passed by. Uh, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know much about the TV, I'm still learning. But a long as time passed by, hundreds of thousands of years passed by, and we know this because the first thing Loki says was, I thought you didn't do magic here. And Mobius was like, we don't. Anyways, um, so that's one clue right there. And I believe what happened is that the future came, and finally, the end of time happened. And then the one who remains, or he who remains, uh, continued right that's and he created when there was a uh, there was a big time war where all the timelines were at war with each other correct and were you know colliding into one main timeline and when that happened it destroyed all the other timelines and he who remains was the last one and he created the TVA to monitor the timeline and make sure that you know everything is you know happening the way it's supposed to happen that's also you know with the, the birth of Galactus yeah that's true yeah Mr. Sinister he who remains was pretty much like well this was a perfect collapse of the universe depending on how you believe time exists whether it's linear or it's happening at the same time what I mean by that is some of us believe that what happens in 50 years already happened and it's happening right now with what's happening with us and it what's happening with us is happening with what happened in 1925 and 1642 and the year 900 does that make sense everything's happening at the exact same time i know it's a little confusing but all this to say yes there has to be a governance of chronology because that's the only way you can ensure that it's going to collapse perfectly and he uh, who remains was able to um, basically save a space in the null time zone, which exists outside of time 
and utilized by the time variance authority to have their base of operations. I mean, why wouldn't they? Nothing could affect them. Anyways. Oh, one more from him. The one more just so we get I just realized in my messages, I didn't even, I didn't even say why. Yeah, sorry. So so it looks like a little bit of selfishness. Um, if you look at it from a superficial point of view, this one dude decides that he wants to see everything turn out the way he does, so he gets to decide how it fucking goes. I mean, who the fuck gave him permission to do that shit, right? Um, however, um, well, power does. <laughs> so that's it. Yeah, you have power, you can do whatever you want. Um, yeah, that's why I think that that we do have a time variant authority here because there's too many bells and whistles, there's too many moving parts. And for all we know, we could have killed ourselves 17 times over. I mean, look at us. We're destructive as fuck. Um, anyways, guys, I'm here listening for all time. Yeah, that makes 100% total sense. Uh, look, look at the Cuban Missile Crisis. Just imagine what if, you know, we did go to war. What if, what if, what if, what if they weren't able to stop it? There's got to be a timeline that, you know, that happened. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I know it sounds crazy, but, you know, sometimes uh, art imitates life. Do you think there's a timeline where Hitler won the war and everyone's German? Yeah. Yeah, I think in another reality, yeah. It branched off where we, we lost and he won and the, the world evolved from there. Wow. Think about it. I mean, I mean, why? I mean, we don't understand how time works, really. We just we just put a label on time so we can measure it for ourselves, but we don't know how it actually works. So there's a timeline where Michael Jackson didn't do it. Uh, <laughs> every timeline he didn't do it. <laughs> he's kind of like Superman that way. He's always he's always just Michael. <laughs> Sorry guys, I'm just taking a bit. I'm a big Michael fan. Right, let's press play. The difference between um Loki and you, Rishi, is Loki don't have an option. You had a choice to not break the the, the dude's teeth. That's the difference. You had a choice. Loki doesn't have a choice. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like the way it sounds. Like the way you make it sound. Like, like I sat there for right. I'm gonna hit his head on the wira so he breaks his tooth. That was not my choice. That's not what I wanted. What I wanted was, was just to give it a little tap and go, ha ha. Do you know what I mean? And he goes, oh, you idiot. But <laughs> as future time would tell, the TVA wanted me to break his tooth without me knowing. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That was not my plan for his tooth to be broken. Poor kid. I remember he didn't even tell anyone. He went home. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he cried at the at the point of the bus. I said, "Oh, sorry." He didn't tell anyone. He got off the bus. And then um, next minute, I came home. I was young. And then I had a door on my knock. Uh, uh, I, so I had a knock on my door. A door on my. Knock. I had a knock on my door, and he's standing outside with his father. My mom goes, hi. She goes, he goes, can I talk to you? He said, yeah. She goes, Rishi broke his tooth. And he smiled and the tooth had gone. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. And my mom just looked at me, man, with some evil eyes. 
and his father explained it like this. He was upstairs, he looked in the mirror and started crying. And I wondered what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> you owe that kid a set of, uh, set of new veneers. <laughs> I should be laughing about this. This is my karma. This is why I've got fucked up tooth at the moment. And going for this mouth pain. Oh, God. Anyway. Right, next message. So we're not going to give DC that kind of pass. Um, the Marvel Cinematic Universe started roughly a dozen years ago, 12, 13 years ago. So no, we're not. that's when it started. If we're going to talk about DCEU, we have to stick it to um, MCU. We can't say, oh, all Marvel movies all of a sudden to, to incubate this foolishness with, D, with DC. DC make crap movies, let's just admit it. It's, their movies are terrible. I still watch them. They're horrible, and they don't know how. To, they wouldn't know how to um to write a story, that that a multi arc story that goes across um superheroes, if if you slap them in the face with it. So no, Marvel is pretty new because a decade, a little bit over a decade, is not a long time. It's just that they have better writers. They're better storytellers. Um, yeah, that's it. What? Wait, where was the first? What was the first Marvel? What was it? Uh, was that? If, if we're gonna talk about the very first Marvel movie, then we're talking about, I think, Hulk, wasn't it? I'm yes. talking about the, the original Hulk, like with freaking Lou Frigno, the movie. Oh, oh, the oh, okay. Well, that yeah, that's from the eighties. Yeah, if that's what we're really um, going with, but. But I mean, they're gonna since they're bringing in Tobey Maguire, yes. that makes all of that canon, all of that when they when they hired him, all that happened. You know, they, you can't dispute it. So yeah, Marvel's had years to build a storyline, and they still used um stuff from Spider Man. So the, the, uh, I, I, no, go ahead. With me, the problem I don't think is DC. I think it's Warner Brothers. Yeah, yeah, cause yeah, yeah. You saw what they did. What they just came out uh, with the with the whole Batman and the and the and the blowjob. What Batman and the blowjob? They cut out a scene where Batman was supposed to be giving a giving a head to Catwoman, and they cut it out of a. The uh, Harley Quinn TV show, and you know everybody found out through a big fit, and uh, uh, they came out and said that Batman wouldn't perform oral sex <laughs> because that's not what heroes do. And <laughs> so yeah, they're, they're, I think Warner Brothers is a little bit too PC with their yeah. stuff. Yeah, Warner Brothers. The, the problem is not DC's problem is Warner Brothers own all of DC's kind of movie rights and, and they have to keep going to Warner Brothers and they keep messing them up. That that that's what's going on. Whereas Disney has given Marvel the full right to do whatever they want. So artistically right. and creatively it comes out much better. But right, we've got the little red Frenchie. Hello, how's it going? Much, much happier and better for listening to you. Because that was such right a beautiful voice. Well, yeah, I got to pause for I got to mute for a second. Yeah, go on. Carry on. I'm going to keep pressing play. 
Let's go. Night Court was um top tier, top tier entertainment. Um, if if there's anybody out there who hasn't seen it, look it up. Night Court, top tier. Yeah. Um, there there's a something the the prominence which they've given B fifteen. It it makes me feel as though she might be doing the bidding of 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 Renslayer it's because of just some of the the, the choices, some of the, the utterances. I don't know. Oh, you make a valid point there, actually, odd one. Just quickly, because um, I do remember when she's talking to Mobius, she goes, "I've got other agents working for me," and uh, Mobius going, "Yeah, what other agents?" Da -da -da. It could be B fifteen, could be B fifteen. Good spot, good spot. I like that. Marvel is not MCU. They're they're two separate things. Come on, guys, they're two separate things. And having a trilogy of um of Andrew and Toby and whatnot, it's those are not MCU films. The MCU, I believe, began with Iron Man. So that's absolutely different. Because if we're gonna go there, we're gonna have to talk about the the um the trilogies of the, the Batman films and the Batman films from Adam West or whatever. So no, let if we're talking about universes, let's talk about universes versus just the entire Marvel. Marvel started the the MCU versus Marvel is Marvel. It's different. They're separate. So we, we you said the MCU. The MCU started, I believe, with Iron Man. We're not talking about the entire Marvel. Because if we're gonna go DC eu we're gonna go mcu or we're gonna go total dc and then total marvel and total dc would go back way to to the 60s too in it or even earlier well, well dc does go all the way back to uh the adam west batman they made all that canon um last year or actually in 2019 they made all of that canon so batman uh 66 uh, that's all canon to today's DC. Yeah, and there is one thing about the Marvel I have to say. If you look at um, Spider-Man, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, I think Kevin Feige was still a producer, wasn't he? Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to check. I'm not sure. I think he was in the background still. I think he was still making his way up. The Marvel kind of thing, but uh, well, if we've got to make it canon, Stan Lee, Stan Lee, Stan Lee was in all, in all the original Spider Man's, uh, yeah, every all, all the all the Marvel movies except for I think one, yeah, he's, yeah, he's made an appearance in every Marvel film except for one. You know, he was so so we gotta we gotta take the original Spider Man, we can't just take the Iron Man, do we? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's all. Marvel's had a long time to flesh out uh, a story and a mythos behind everything. Yep. Right, Vader. I think we've had a great show today. I've absolutely loved it. Well, good times. Um, you know, I think we've touched on so much shit. I think you're nearly at home now as well. Um, I've got to go and shout out everyone. People like Freak Nasty God, always a big fan. Solomon Grundy, Rosie, Mohammed, Odd One. Big up to, uh, uh, um, is it Manok? Manok? I don't know, but big up to you. Charlie, uh, Odd One, uh, Little Ray, uh, the Rayler. Uh, Anonymous, Charlie V, oh, so Mr. Sinister, Legends, 90s Era, uh, X-Star, uh, Heavy Marhez was in the house, big up Heavy, didn't even come and say hello, 
Big up Charlie. Big up Sweet Freak. Uh, big up the real King. Oh, big up everyone, man. Uh, Mixel Blix was in the house. Didn't even message him. Big up. Oh, Mr. Leslie Smith was in the house. Big up Mr. Leslie Smith. Um, everybody else. I, I, I see so many names in there. I do apologize. I can't go for it all. Um, and last but not least, big up to the one and only Vader 66, guys. Clap up the room for him. Vader? Vader? Okay, I think we've lost Vader. But, um, guys, um, if, you, if you haven't done no. so already, please follow us. Please follow us on Instagram. Oh, Vader? Yeah, can you hear me? No, you're going in and out. Uh, yeah, I'm in that dead zone. You're in that dead zone, right. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So um, I think what we we'll do is we'll call it a night. Definitely, guys, tune in on Monday for Marvel Mondays, where it's going to be kind of like a fans only, where we're going to be listening in to some people and just talk about everything Marvel. But you can always catch us next Friday on Fantastic Friday, where we'll be talking about Loki Episode 3 and tell you all the nitty-gritty of what's been going on. Vader, are you in the best zone? Uh, I think you hear me. No, Am you're I? getting in and out. No, in and out. Yeah, 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 we're not good around here, so... Oh, we've got a message. We've got a message, so I'm going to play press okay. play. Okay, so we're counting. You say, you say, since I'm talking about cinematic universes, so I think you're missing the point. But however, all right, you want to count um Andrew, Andrew's um three Spider-Man. You want to count Toby's three Spider-Man. So, all right, let's let's count um Christopher Reeve, um... The Superman. Let's count um, Michael Keaton's Batman. Let's count um, Val and and um, all them guys. Val and Clooney and um, yeah. Let's count everything then. And it still yeah. it still would mean that they've both been doing it about the same amount of time. I was specifically talking about the universes. The universes are a part of the larger company. The, uni- the cinematic universe is not the entire Marvel because obviously part of Marvel was owned by Fox too. So that's all I was distinguishing that the cinematic universe started a dozen years ago, run about a dozen years ago with, with. Yeah, true, true, true. Uh, but I mean, Marvel, I think Marvel has everything now except for Nemo and Hulk, right? Um. No, X-Men, they still don't have yet. Oh, okay. I think they've agreed that they're in talks that the X-Men are coming over. I don't think they officially have them yet. Oh, well, Vader, you're going off. Uh, big up, odd one. Okay. Uh, Chris Reed. Chris Reed, man. Everything is just... Oh. Yeah, Vader, you're getting in and out, bro. Vader. Vader. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's just, I'm stuck in. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. You know I me? Mean? Nah, we can't stuck. hear you at all, dude. Okay, I don't know what this is. I'm stuck in the middle of a uh, intersection. So, yeah, it's not, it's not letting me. These people aren't stopping. Yeah, that's better. We can hear you now. Oh, okay. 
Okay, yeah, I was just. Uh, done. What you're explaining is universes. Um, what everyone is talking about is the multiverse, which encompasses all universes, all congruent timelines. Um, with the concept of the, of the multiverse, uh, you have something like Earth 616 in Marvel, which has a certain timeline and a certain Peter Parker. So that could be Tobey Maguire or uh, Andrew Garfield or Tom Holland. Um, and all three of those can run congruently. Marvel touches on this in Endgame that there are multi, uh, and Doctor Strange, that there are multiple universes that have mirror images, spinning images, and stuff like that. So it's not far fetched to say that Marvel was able to retcon. Uh, especially with the multiverse establishment that happened with uh, Spider-Man into the multiverse. Uh, shout out to everybody. Shout out, yeah. Freak Nasty God, listening to Tupac in the background. I hear you. Come with me. No <laughs> I, I thought that's what that was. <laughs> yeah, I picked up on it. Please. I picked up on it. But Tom Holland is 616 Marvel. It's Marvel 616. Yep, that is true. That's true. Right. We got Freak Nasty with another. Yeah, shout out to Vader. What's going on, my guy? Shout out to my man D Lux and shout out to my man Rishi. What's popping, my guy? Uh, definitely enjoying the show. Oh, big up, bro. Lots of love. Lots of love. Um, yeah, I don't know. Vader, anything more you want to say, really, about today's show? Uh, no, I think we touched on uh, pretty much everything. Uh, we got all the Easter eggs out. Um, yeah, yeah, this is, yeah, this is this is good. This is good, and I hope that we were able to get the the multiverse explained a little bit better. I know it's complicated and convoluted, but totally worked. Totally worked. I think we've got Odd One leaving a message for Freak Nasty God, so I want to I, 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 I want to hear this. I think they're gonna do, there's gonna be a Freak Odd Odd One uh, argument here about what's what's canon, what's not. Freak Nasty, I think we were talking about writing. I th I'm I'm pretty sure what I was referring to is when they were talking about um, how they've managed to write the stories so that they're all um, so that they all come together that the way they've come together. So. Um, I mean, obviously, those outside of the, the the universe would exist, but the universe is a, is a succinct, tightly written universe. I'm talking about the writing of the universe and how how that's going. I was talking to everybody knows that there are multiverses. So, and I'm, I was responding to something maybe before you came into the room. Oh, okay. Uh -oh. Well, if there's if there's one thing that I've learned in my years of being a fan and learning of Vader and Freak Nasty and all the greats and you odd one, is that no matter where these things exist, it's something that we all love. We all love talking about and the theories will always keep coming and that's what makes Marvel Mondays and Fantastic Fridays and you guys listening out there so great because you make it part of this whole big family thing that we can discuss things and 
That's why not only do I love you, but I also love doing the things. Don't you agree, Vader? Well, you yeah. have to be yeah. Heck yeah. That's a, comics bring people together. It, it always has, and hopefully it always will. Whether, whether you're arguing or you're agreeing, it's mm. still all fun. It's amazing fun. Right, I've absolutely loved this show, guys. If you haven't already, please follow Vader66. Please follow me. Please follow us on our Instagrams. Um, I've got a YouTube channel called Rishi's Reviews. Please, if you feel to, uh, follow that as well. Um, you can sub to us if you want, you know. I'm only a, a dollar. You don't have to. Our shows will always be open for everyone, but... You know, uh, if you want to show a bit of love and support, you're more than welcome. But still, you're all fans and you're all friends and family, so it'll all be the same. Vader? Right on, Rishi. Yep. Any last words? Uh, thanks for coming by, everybody. We will see you next week. And don't forget to catch me on Tuesdays on the Cochino Vader Show, 8 o'clock yep. Eastern Standard Time. And also, I think me, Vader, and uh, I don't want to say no names, are going to have a new show coming up soon, aren't we, Vader? Working on it. Damn. Oh, yeah. Work harder. <laughs> <laughs> this is my dream project. Don't let it go. I feel, like I'm going down, I feel like I'm going down the perils of the DC universe. <laughs> Right, no, we're going to get there. <laughs> <laughs> right, on. All right, well, I'll have to punch in. So, uh, everybody, thanks for stopping by. Rishi, always a pleasure. Yeah. I will be seeing everybody soon. Yep, see you all soon. Lots of love, people. Good night, God bless, and love you loads. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, let me shut this off here.